Welcome to the Cancel Show with Rashad Dyson and Manny, broadcasting live from the Global Life Studios for Fishbowl Network in Arlington, Texas. Make sure to tune in every Friday from 9 to 11. Log in to hear us talk about sex, cars, more sex, explosions, drugs, firepower. Wait, we're going to have that? No. But can you imagine? Right? Ah, we're so canceled. What is up? Come on, Come on, it's your boy Manny. I'm Lupe Chavez. Yeah, yay. And today we have our guest. A very special guest. One of the best. We have a rapper, a chef. He's been featured in the Dallas Observer, if I'm not mistaken. He's got a new music video. Uh, he's got a lot of projects going on right now. He's actually got two music videos going on yes. right now. A week apart. Every, last two Fridays, we dropped new joints. Pow, pow. Ah. Yeah, so he, he's he's steadily busy. Colossal yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I would like to introduce Kilo, Art of Fat. What up, folks? Come it's your on. boy, Facto, Chilean rap terror to do away with the trap era. Hey. There you go. All kinds of shit like that. All day, son. <laughs> All, All day. day. Yeah. So, man, I, I got to ask you. How'd you come out? How the name? I'm gonna be real honest with you, dude. I'm a movie nerd, bro. All right, <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where at first it was just some movie shit, and yeah. then it caught later it caught more meaning, and then you kind of like added it to the story right, later. Right, right. But originally, I'm a big fan of the Kevin Smith movies, right? Right. Uh, Jane, Silent Bob, and I thought one of the okay, best ones yeah, yeah, ever yeah. did was Dogma. I love Dogma. Dogma, yeah. Dogma is Matt, shit. Matt Damon's character in Dogma is uh, Loki, right? Yeah. Angel of Death, right? Right. Well, Loki. Flip the syllables, kilo, bam, kilo artefacto. So basically, I'm like an angel of destruction. I want to destroy and rebuild hip hop from the ground up. Oh, so that's kind of my idea. Now I was raised in Norway a little bit in in Europe, and what? yeah, what? and I was raised with a little bit of Norse mythology, and that's where Loki actually comes from. You know, the Thor and shit in Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the lore, the real stuff before that. Right. So I always, I immediately. When I looked up Loki, I was like, oh, she's this tight, you know, oh, shit, Norse mythology. Yeah. You know, I kind of lived there. I'm not, I wasn't from there, but I, I came from there at some point. So it felt like it was a big part of me. Um, I also thought I needed a name that was going to be good. It's going to jive in Espanol and Inglés. So right. I think Kilo did that e- seamlessly. Oh, it's it. You don't have to twitch it up. Yeah. Right. But then you probably got a million coke dealing rappers from here to damn Panama That's what I thought. <laughs> that are yeah. named that, right? So I had to add something else to it, and the artefacto just gave it more of a... A truthful artist, right? Edge to it. That's what's up, man. So how would how'd you end up in Europe, by the way? Yeah, oh, like how'd man. you grow up in that Norway? Was so cool. That's just out of like, nowhere. Man, by the way, Europe, whatever. <laughs> no, I, I grew up in Norway. I was cool, bro. Like dictatorship of Augusto Pinochet in Chile, where I was born. Um, my parents did their best to get the hell out of there. Right. By the time I was three, dipped, flew, we did, we got out of there and, and went to Norway, man. A country that at the time was sympathetic to our situation and was right. basically saying hey come here legally here, here's an apartment here's some food here, here here's some money here's some uh, resources yeah and here's some uh language training and my parents were like what the fuck <laughs> what <laughs> okay took advantage of it and then got they off, ran with it got huh? off the shit you know the welfare help coming in a socialist country at the time but little countries like that they got a bunch of money put up it's no problem for them to, to do that kind of shit right uh, so that's, a, that's a fight for another day, whether socialism works, right. works or not. I guess it depends on the situation, right? Right. They're friendly to us, and we thrive there, and they oh. actually 
we didn't have to leave. We could have stayed and became uh, Norwegian citizens, and you'd have never seen Kilor Defecto or any empanadas over here. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, we left. You know, we did the old... Uh, once you go back to your country, once you go back and, f- and, and fix your own country shit, we, we did that. We actually did. And after a 17-year-old dictatorship, a country's economy is in the motherfucking toilet. Mm. Right? So my parents, a little forecasting, I said, we can't stay here. Yeah, they <laughs> they, they were smart about it, yeah. So we immediately, like, must have been like 11 months. Enough for me to get grounded when I was like 7 years old to my Chilean culture, you know, absorb it. Right. And boom, came to the U.S., bro. You know what I mean? Wow, that's awesome, Yeah, because I didn't even know you were uh, Chilean. Uh, I think I spoke. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were Mexican the whole time. I kind of, I don't wave a flag around anymore, you know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not with flags. <laughs> that's <laughs> I can tell, you know so. what I'm saying? But yeah. I, oh, you will see me with a soccer jersey, so yeah. keep your eye on the patch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you know. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, because I, I and I thought that was pretty cool that you didn't get offended because usually I say that, but um, no, different other ethnicities when you call them Mexican. You usually say offended, you know, they're like, oh, I'm not a beaner. I'm not a beaner. Yeah. I'm not a beaner or a mojo. Uh, we're wired weird. <laughs> right, that's all. It's like we won't accept the fact that we're probably related in some kind of fucking way. <laughs> like, you, you take everything that's in Mexico plus everything that's a little south of Mexico. Yeah. Except for Argentina. Argentina's well, probably, you know. Man, we're all mutts, bro. But yeah, yeah we're a mixture of races, bro. Yeah. we're a mixture of everything that like the pillage this. Not that big a deal. <laughs> Once you get over that shit, but yeah, man, absolutely. It's all about unity, dog. No, not about lines and and colorful flags, bro. It's about what's inside and what we are as people. And these days with the internet, there's no reason for us to abide to the old rules of the oh, you stay confined that. to your own kind and yeah. do this and that. that. You would think that, but we just keep going backwards. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, ain't no going forward now. We still going backwards. Yeah, all good, bro. The, only, the only thing that keeps going forward is the gas prices. Yeah. <laughs> they going a little back right now, but for how long? They keep me from going forward with them. Right? <laughs> you don't be wanting to travel. You okay, bro? Yeah, I'm, I keep on smelling the food. Yeah, all right, so. I, I swear. I know, I'm going to touch on that right like, now. So yo. You became a, a chef, right? Yeah, I reinvented myself, yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. So music and ba- uh, baking or? Yeah, baking. So. So explain to us what you brought for us today. All right, so we got a traditional Chilean empanada, all right? So try to think of every country having its uh, hidden gem, right? Right. Well, Italy's hidden gem is all out, you know, with the pastas and the pizzas, and everybody knows about Italian food. Right. The French, you know, everybody knows about the French, Mexican food, culture, rich as hell. Everybody knows. You mix it up in any which way with any tortilla you possibly can. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when it comes to South American food it's a lot of peasant food it's a lot of poor food it's mm. a lot of uh, village food and shit like that you know what i mean a lot of that stuff doesn't really translate well to metropolitan areas yeah unless there's a small venezuelan community or colombian community right now because you think about the mexican culture everyone knows what pozole and menudo is right of course you yeah. don't got or, or tamales you don't got to advertise or explain yourself when yeah you're it's just it. known that you just that's, know. The, that's the famous even food. when they're yeah. bad they're good right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i don't know bro <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to the, I got to the point to where I wouldn't eat certain tamales, you know. Well, like, yeah, if I see a white boy can vend the tamales, yeah, I, guess yeah, I, don't, I don't trust it. There was a hot dog weenie on my tamale last time, and <laughs> oh, I just want my money back. Oh, man, no point. So that's what I'm saying. Whenever time, it just depends, bro. That's what's inside the counts. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. So, a uh, Chilean empanada is a hidden gem, all right? Uh, all South American countries have their own little version of a meat pie. 
But Chile and Argentina tend to fight over who's got the best one a lot. Mm. Uh, as far as I know, they just shape them a little different out there. Like squarish. Mm -hmm. But we make them more of a Whoa. round. Round That's it off. That's a big fucking thing, bro. Look at that. Wow, you guys can see this. Well, you got this, this, the window bag. It's all about that window bag, brother. So I make my own dough. It's my aunt's recipe. Um, since I was a kid, she was, she'd make the Chilean empanadas in, mm. in my family, and uh, she'd sell them at soccer games or uh, September 18th parties, which is our uh, national holiday. Yeah. And uh, that's all she ever did, Ma, you know, and she got really good at it. And uh, while I was documented, <laughs> mm -hmm. doing my best to work wherever I could, I work in kitchens and paint crews and shit like that, you know, like how life does you. But uh, I realized that in the kitchen, I had a good hand for it. I never knew before. I spent yeah. my whole 20s eating Jack in the Box and <laughs> horrible food like that, you know? Yeah. Living alone, not barely cooking. Maybe some box macaroni or something, you know? <laughs> but I finally work in a real kitchen. Uh, we start doing food from scratch. And I started realizing, oh shit, calzones? You know, it's an Italian restaurant. And we start making the calzones, and I get really good at the shape of them. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wonder if I could put my hand in some empanadas. Chilean style, and I was just thinking for the fact of maybe just learning how to make them, right? Yeah. But uh, nah, man. Um, I decided to be the one, the bridge, the one who brings this hidden gem from Chile to the states and to the world eventually. Yeah, this is my branding. It's, it's all local, man. It's all grassroots. This is done by Mike Lagaki, a really good friend of mine, one of the best artists in Dallas, as far as you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, it's also the logo design was done by my man Spew Tay, who is also a master of his craft. So, throughout the years, I've met people that are really good at what they do, and those are kind of the only people I fuck with on, on, on anything, on any level. You know yeah. what I mean? So, with their help, I was able to create a logo that started helping uh, promote the brand. I started getting out and doing bar hopping at nights, um, Magnolia area, Seventh Street, Hell yeah. Deep Ellum, uh, whatever, anywhere, or hip hop shows. Everybody knows me. I walk into a hip hop show. They're like, oh, it's Kilo. Wait, yeah. we seen that he had, like, he kind of redid himself with these empanadas all of a sudden. So, next thing you know, I'm this novelty walking in the door with a smelling, with, with a, with a <laughs> like, Hey, hey, bring me the I got smelly up. bag specials <laughs> back here, you feel me? So, that's kind of how it rolled out, and I didn't really think that it would go like that. But all those years of selling CDs, you know what I mean? Learning how to hustle, learning how to talk to people, because I used to be shy as hell, bro. But all those years of, 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 of get, you know... Struggling and, and forcing yourself to do face to face. Right. Now I'm a damn master, bro. I come over here and I, I bake it, I make it, I sling it, I spend it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Top to the bottom. Always looking to hire more people. We're trying to blow this brand up. Chef Key's Empanada Empire is where it's at. Um, I'm trying to coin the term EMPS, which is E M P S for a shorter way of saying empanadas. Yeah. Right? Chef Key's EMPS, that's what they are now. Go ahead. I'm gonna grab it. I ain't, Go ahead, I ain't gonna fucking wait. Now, the empanada <laughs> has arrived. I've noticed that Chili's has like some beef empanadas on their on their you appetizer menu, or QT may have some little meat pies because right. they they're hearing that it's a thing now. You know, Shit. I've been doing this one since 2018. So look at that. So what oh, we got oh, the Chilean oh, one is this? sirloin steak. Don't forget about the Yeah, yeah. No, we're good. You wanna get this other half? I don't need one, so there's four in here. That's oh, there's four? Yeah. Oh, here you go. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll get it. For real. Hey, where can people find you at? ChefKeyZemps.com or at ChefKeyZemps. K-E-Y-S, you know? At wow. first, I, I tried to put K-I because a kilo, mm -hmm. Chef Key. 
But everybody was calling me Chef Kai and shit. Chef Kai. No, I'm not kidding. I had to redo the logo. He's like, nah, man, nah, nah. The email, I had to burn that email, you know what I mean? It changed everything. We gotta do it right. Order some motherfucking empanadas from this guy right here. Shit is good. Shit, I got a little jingle about him, too. Oh, yeah? Sometimes when I'm out selling, I'll bust out the little flow and catch people off guard. I'm like, what the fuck? Rapping so and selling empanadas. I take the flavor by the pound, mix it with the yolks, distribute it to your town. Can't give out the secret, but believe that it exists. When my auntie helped me tweak it, ever since been getting down. Chef Key, empanada emperor. Hip hop foodies about to see that I was sent from the heavens up above, or was it that continent down below? Chilean born and half raised, the other half Tejano. Yo. There you go, there you go. Artie the empanada man, traditional Chilean style pino. I got a lot of them, a lot of fam. I made peace with having haters. Shit, I'll even cater the flavor to Darth Vader. See, there's no discrimination. Yo no soy racista. That means I ain't a racist. Everybody's on my lista. Buddha fingers on the beat. Lagaki with the visuals. Get them by the dozen, half dozen of individual. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> then I got a DJ cutting it up. Oh. Shit. But when I do that live, you know, at a bar, people are like, what the hell? They don't expect this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Plus, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a sit and talk to the people and, and really explain what I'm here doing yeah. and then just a quick sell and burn out. You know what I mean? So I'm making a pretty good uh, impression on, on the neighborhoods, bro. That I'm that I'm that I'm extending my my pastries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really yeah, this good. is really good, bro. I appreciate it. And you know, I try not to overdo it on the salt. The Chilean recipe has a lot of salt, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're trying to scale that back these days, right. just for everybody's sake. You know what I mean? But you're always welcome to put some hot sauce or, oh, or some yeah. salt yourself well, if you want. Thank you so much, bro. No, this is fucking dope. And it's always fresh, yeah. never frozen. Made the day. Yeah. The trick to the the meat mix is has to be done the day before, and then the way the onions go in, they sit in the juice and just kind of do this. All the flavors yeah, soaking. Yeah, they, they, they totally marinate. And yeah. And my, my aunt's like, you make sure that you're letting that Pinot rest. Because we call it Pinot mix. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you're not going to sell this today, are you? Because she saw me when I was like, no, no, no. She goes, don't you fuck up my recipe. I was like, yeah, you can't fuck up a shit, bro. You can't. <laughs> Take some, some, some scheduling, bro. But we, we got a rental kitchen and we got some shifts uh, and some people that help me out with it. But uh, for the for the most part, um, I'm the face, man. I'm the face. Me and my wife. My wife helps in the behind the scenes kind of stuff. And uh, we got on Channel Eight last year, bro. Channel Eight, uh, Good Morning Texas. And since then, bro, we had to get the website legit and the LLC going so we could like sell to the public without getting, you know, running into shit on the back end. And I learned a lot of business life here because of that. Now I've been operating since 2018, but just kind of on the side doing my thing. And then the pandemic hit. I got laid off from my office job, which is funny because, you know, I, I work all these years in kitchens and, you know, then I finally get my papers. I go back to school. Yeah. I get the office job. I'm making the fat bonus checks. I'm rocking the, the button up, yeah, wearing yeah. the headset, doing the, the whole the whole call center thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's new because I always worked outside. I, people in there complaining about me. Like, y'all kidding me. You're kidding me. Complaining. See, that's tripping. <laughs> y'all tripping. Y'all know how good y'all got it. Yeah, like I ain't never worked in the office <laughs> building. So, like, one day. Y'all tripping. One day I will you find out. You can make as much call as I want to, I'll be right back. <laughs> you feel me? So I saw that all t- unfold, and I made good friends there. I did good. It was it was, uh, I was selling car parts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you like you know, like Nerf bars and truck beds, and yeah. lift kits, and high end shit like that. You know. Yeah. But uh, I was learning the side of business too, with margin. You know what I mean? And, and what you're making off each product, and maybe you're not making so much off of this product because the meat is high cost. But maybe this you make it on the back end. Is, yeah. So all that kind of shit was was. 
I was a sales rep. I climbed pretty quickly in the company because I wasn't screwing around, man. I was just happy to be somewhere that wasn't a hot kitchen yeah. or, or a hot house painting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, I did my thing there, and then I got, I got laid off when the pandemic hit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, actually, we jumped in front of it because as soon as they shut the NBA down, <laughs> my wife looked at me. She was like, this is for real. I was like, I know this is for real. They just shut down the NBA. Who the hell shut down the NBA? Well, I've never seen that? that in my life, bro. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's it. We, yeah. I, and, and it didn't really last that long, right? No. I'm, I'm sure the effects did, but the the, the everyday inconvenience that COVID gave everybody, bro, that shit was wild. And, and here I am laid off, you know, and luckily a citizen, oh, not a resident enough to, to be getting some, some, some wages from leaving the job, severance package or whatever. And here I am, you know, stressed out and, sh- and I can't yeah. write like, damn I'm at home now I can't write anything I got my kids all day cool great it's fantastic I got to be with my kids a lot but I couldn't man last year was hard on everybody bro mm-hmm. you know, mentally you know what I mean I try to navigate and I try I like to pride myself on the fact that I've never really had too many issues upstairs but yeah. you know last year made you kind of realize that you I don't think you don't have to have them to have them you know what I'm saying yeah. last year fucked everybody up yeah. just in general even yeah. kids like my kids didn't get to go to school as much as they wanted to yeah. and, you know Doing the homeschool shit. Yeah. My kids weren't a fan of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, mama. I wasn't either, but bro. I was definitely a kindergarten teacher that's hard to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's like, my kids weren't a fan. Like, my kids were like, what the homeschool? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I got some decent kids. But at the little age, at the young age, I want to be around all the friends and shit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the last oh, place you want to Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that, yeah. That's not cool. You're not cool, dude. <laughs> we had to re-evolve, bro. And it's funny that, you know, we go from the office job to getting laid off right back to the kitchen work. But mm-hmm. this time it's for me. It's for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not for some dude I don't even know that only shows yeah. up and it's time to shut the restaurant down. Yeah. That's you, a fucked up thing. You're making your own money right bro, now. Bro, I was working at a kitchen one time. I was kept getting passed over for kitchen manager. And I didn't, bitch. I just did my thing. I did my work. Bro, I was keeping that place alive, bro. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The manager would show up in the morning. Unlock the door, let all the cooks come in, and then be like, "All right, I'll be back in two hours." And then he'd go home and sleep or some shit. Oh, shit. And then I'd have to, I'd have to do the prep list because I always had majority you know, yeah. the, the seniority. So here I am telling the, the fellas, and, and everybody smokes, bro. You know, <laughs> service industry was like, "Hi, right. turn on the pasta water, put the grills on, turn on the fryer, turn on the the ovens." All right, we gotta get everything on. Let's go to the back. We're going to get a blunt lit, right? Start passing that shit around. I'd be like, all right, geez, you going to handle this? The prep list is basically the damn kitchen manager right. off script for the for this company. You know what I mean? Right, right. And um, one day the, the, the actual kitchen manager quits because no one was listening to her because everybody rolled with me anyway. You know? I wasn't telling anybody to hate on her or nothing, but she you already had like, it. She realized that they were, they were always tuning her out, you know? And um, I was just trying to be helpful. And she she got really offended and no one quit you know <laughs> and then they came to me like hey uh you're the new kitchen manager and I was like about fucking time fella you know and he was like alright cool hey by the way the owner's coming tonight so can you stay a little late so you make sure that their food is good is perfect I'm like yeah sure he was coming to shut the down shut the motherfucker no. down yes so they sat down they ate I made sure their food was ready and that's the last time I stepped to that motherfucker <laughs> you're like fuck this that's corporate America though they don't care about you and your story and what you got going on bro it's all about this right here you no know yeah like <laughs> I, I was looking at a post that said that you don't know any company anything to give them a two week notice exactly bro. at the end of the day they could fire you right then and fucking there you know like it's the hardest for our older folks to, to realize that, our, our grandmas and, pa- and parents and shit, because a lot yeah. of times they want to spend their life 
fucking yeah. themselves up for some company. So, yeah, it's like me, I worked 17 years at, for one place. Okay. 17 years. Worked for them, whatever whatever hours they needed me to, whatever shift they needed me to. I worked for them. Soldier, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, you know, easy-ass job. I was sitting in the office. I wasn't doing shit. And I got to a point to where I was like, I ain't doing shit. It's cool, but I need to make more money. I'm like, hey, can I make some more money? They're like, nah, you're already maxed out. I'm like, <laughs> then there, there ain't no reason told, for me to be here no I more. I told that at McDonald's, bro. Yeah. Same shit. They used I, to work a manager at McDonald's. Couldn't climb up because they knew I wasn't fully legit. They're yeah. like, nah, you good right there. They're like, ah, I find that feeling, bro. And that's, that, and that's, that's yeah. what happens to a lot of Mexican people or just immigrants in general that they settle for just They're for just the comfort to be here they, they set yeah. up for the comfort that they have a job it don't matter if it pays them 16 dollars an hour for the next 10 fucking years exactly. and they get exploited That's they right. get fucked i knew this cat at uh salvador guatemalan dude jose worked with me at a uh, church's chicken when i was 18 and this dude would open and close that place every single day did they pay him overtime no mm. did he care no he was just happy to work somewhere Send all his money to his wife back in Guatemala. And I was like, dude, this ain't no way to live, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> you got to tell them supposed to pay you overtime. And you right. like, no, I don't want to get fired. I was like, God damn, I hate that. See, and that's, that's, the, that that's shit, the fear bro. because they know that it'll be hard for them to find another job somewhere else. Yeah. yeah you know? That shit, man. Mm. And that's why me, whenever they tell me that you can't get more money, I was like, Psh, I get more money somewhere else. Watch me. So Watch me. Exactly what he did. Yeah, I, I hey, fucking. There you go. I did some crazy shit. I'm like, I ain't never worked anywhere else. This is the only place I've ever worked at. Oh, wow. That's how I you switch that brain. I, I got a I got a job offer to go work in Philadelphia. Oh God! And you it was like country? yeah, and it was like thirty eight dollars an hour though, and like one hundred fifty dollars per diem per day. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm uh, taking it." They're like, "We need you here in a week." I was like, Psh, "All right, hey man, I'm only gonna work the rest of this week, and I'm done." This is rap, yeah. yeah. I didn't even make it the whole week because no, I was like, it was summer, so I was yeah. like, I was like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna take my kids. Put everybody in the car. We're going to go to New York because the kids were still, they still weren't in school. And I'm like, just fly everybody back. So we went to New Damn, York. Bro, that's what's up. Yeah, so I, I, I said, I fuck it. <laughs> I was going to stay and finish off the week, but then I was like, think about it for two seconds. I was thinking about it and I was like, for what? Why finish off the week? Even if you came back, you ain't coming back to shit. Yeah, I was like, why finish off the week? I was like, it was like, I was going to work yeah. till Friday. It was like Wednesday and I was like, it just hit me and I'm good. like, Fuck it. Hey, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I left early. Yeah, bro. So I worked nights. And then I got home. I was getting ready to take a shower. I was like, I'm going to take a shower, take a nap. We're going to leave right away to go straight to New York. That fucking job. Hell yeah. So the supervisor calls me. He goes, hey, why did you leave? I'm like, what do you mean, why did I leave? Because it's a rap player. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, why did you leave? And they tell me that you're not coming tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm done. Like that's it. I can't, I can't stomach y'all fuckers for one, for two more fucking days. He's like, I tried. <laughs> and it wasn't even that because I liked the job. Yeah. It was just the fact that I knew I wasn't gonna get nowhere. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I'm done. This is it. And he's yeah. like, oh, just like that. You know, that's not really professional. I'm like, well, we get to the point to where we're like, fuck being professional. Do I want to waste one more day working for you, or do I want to waste, you know, or do I want to just go take my family to New York for two yeah. two days before that's I got to go to Philadelphia? Question, I'm like, so yeah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. I don't work for you no more, and they're, I just hung up. They're built to not come at you on the human level. They're always built to come at you like some oppressor that holds all the cards. Fuck that, dude. I used to work for a construction. I used to do fire saving. What? Fire saving. So it's this little... I don't even know. It's a construction thing. It goes on the on the corners of the walls. 
And it prevents fires from it stops the fires. Oh, it's supposed to stop the fire. Supposed. <laughs> so every day, man, I would wake up and it's like I would see the sunrise. I'm like, man, there's more to my life than just doing this. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to do more. I want to see what's out there. You know? got I old. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm thankful for the job I have now. And I'm lo- I love doing this. Interviewing yeah. guests and get to hear your stories and how far we've come. You know, I just like. It feels good because you do it on your own terms now, you know? So yeah, like, yeah, there's no one above. Yeah, you know, like it's you. The creative, yeah, exactly. Like everything that comes out is you, you know, you're making on your own steam. And I think ultimately that's what it is because um, who said it? Um, fuck, I know I'm going to fuck this story up, but <laughs> that they conditioned us from yeah. the beginning that we were born to play by the rules, uh, pay attention, stay in line, so that way we can be controlled. Instead of finding your own way and making yeah. your own path, I'm like, you get in line yeah. for the rest of it. You do as you're told. Yeah. A lot of people are cool with that. Sometimes they don't have the, the creative juices to yeah, even yeah, care yeah. About, about trying anything else. Yeah. That's how you get institutionalized people who would rather just go to jail and let them do all the work for them. That is true. <laughs> See, keeping up with bills and sh- people and shit. I'll just exactly. let y'all handle me. Peep me whenever. See, me, me doing that wild shit and like moving yeah. halfway across the fucking yeah. United States for Rash a couple months. Shit, yeah. But you like, didn't feel like you made a mistake the whole time, right? I maybe, felt maybe a little bit, right? I felt like I was. I, I knew it was scary because yeah. I was just oh, like, yeah, I'm no, taking this fucking chance to go way reason. over there, yeah. and if it doesn't zone, work yeah. out, I'm fucked, you yeah, know. Yeah, uh-huh. So I took this big ass risk, and then I, I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I miss my family, miss my kids. I'm gonna come back home. Yeah. I came back home. I went to one job. And then I was like, nah, this ain't it. I went to another job. I'm like, I need to make more money. And I went to another job, and I'm finally at a place where I get paid decent, you know. And I'm just like, this will do for now. Yeah, exactly. So now, now I'm not scared to just yeah. get up and go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know I, you're I, worth. You know I, that you're, you're worth more than one thing. Yeah, yeah and I have that. I, and but that was that was my problem before. Like, look, I look a certain way. I got tattoos on my hands, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing metal fabrication for like 18 years. Right. Nice. I was just. I was a supervisor for like eight years at the company I was before, and everywhere I go to apply for supervisor jobs, they're like, well, we don't really need a supervisor right now. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, you don't need me. But then they hire, you know, they hire the nice nice young white guy with like two years of experience to be the supervisor, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, and I'm just like, whatever. That's how you mess up the world, bro. So now I've come to the conclusion, I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to make them pay me like a supervisor. But I'm gonna go ahead and do this bullshit work that I was doing before back in the day, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm gonna make them pay me like they a fucking supervisor. Oh, well, yeah. I tell people, you know, know your worth and know when to present it. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? But confidence is key. Yeah. By the way, I've been quiet. If you guys are just listening, I've been quiet because I've been eating the egg, but not. Bro, it's good. so good. Thank good. you so much. I'm trying to finish mine, bro, but we keep on talking and I'm just I like. I, I let him talk. But I keep, on, I keep on looking at it like. Just looking at me. So I'm, I'm actually waiting for us to go on break because we take a break at 10. Okay. We'll play a little bit of music, you know. Yeah, I'm going to really fuck this up. I don't want to look like... did you get here? I don't want them to see me fuck this shit up and they be like, yeah, look at that fat motherfucker right there. That's what you're saying about me because I'm looking at myself and I'm like, damn. That would actually be a pretty good commercial. If I show up to a podcast with my empanadas and then on the podcast everyone's just turn it up all animalistic. Hey, we got a What's up? A commercial. So okay. So we'll, we'll talk. But, um, he was supposed to be here today, but he has COVID. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, it wasn't me, bro. It wasn't me. Shout out to Marty, but also too, well, yeah, he, he was supposed to be three, here yeah. like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he ended up having COVID. He couldn't make it. Damn, this COVID. Okay, so I want to get back on the on the music. How? When did you want to do rap? Like, when did you say mm. I want to be a rapper? 
Well, I liked my parents are musicians, not rap musicians. Oh, I'm about to say they. Okay. So rap didn't exist in their heads. They're just like, what? No. ¿Qué son esas chingaderas? Winnie, ¿cuál Winnie? Keep cursing. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna, bro. My uncle. You know what my uncle told me, man. And my uncle ain't racist. This is they just don't know any fucking better, right? And my, and my uncle told me straight up. He goes, ah, "You still rapping?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm still rapping." And he was like, "Man, you know what rap is?" And I'm like, "What?" And he was like, "Rap is a conversation between." Couple black folks. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you mean, Uncle. Are, are you saying that you don't understand that they're rhythmically talking? That's one thing, bro. What's Padusi? It's fucked up because back in the day I liked Mystical a lot, and I'm wondering now with the recent news if a mom was like, oh. Oh, yeah, he went oh, to jail, right? Yeah. Lil' Kilo used to love him so yeah. mystical. <laughs> He's got that rapey look. He's got that rapey look. He's got that rapey look. How y'all been? What's up, Marty? Ju- uh, oh, Marty. Ju- it's not Marty with the COVID? No, no. no. Oh, okay. another Marty. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's my, this is one of my I cursed here. you already. I went to school with him. I'm a cool guy, man. I was touching. But, uh, so you said, uh, music wise, when did you know well, you wanted to be a rapper? I really liked, um, early 90s. American music. Michael Jackson featured Heavy D. Mm. It was the first time I ever heard on, right. on Jam. That Jam song. First time I ever heard a rap verse. And I was like... He's like, oh, shit. What is this? And I was like eight or something. Nine, maybe. And, uh... Rewinded it. Rewinded it. That's just something different about this. It, it, it attracted me, you know? Right. Rhythmically. My dad's a drummer. My mom's a singer. I grew up falling asleep at the rehearsals. Latin music in my head. Mm. All kinds of Latin folklore, you know, all kinds of South American shit, you know, right. cumbia. Uh, too much of that in my head. I didn't think or care about music because it was so all the time there. But when I started hearing, not, not necessarily pop, but American music. Right. Michael Jackson was pop, but he was, you know, he had some good shit. And then the rap wave comes out and the Gangsta's Paradise and, mm-hmm. hey. and Snoop Dogg, you know, and that that moment, right? Like, I guess the 94 wave right there. Right when the Cowboys oh, the were yeah. yeah, right there. Like, I, that that shit really, really grabbed me, man. And I was like, man. The Dre and Easy e It just feels just... really cool to yeah. nail that. So what I was doing, and I was rewinding the, the, like, Gangsta's Paradise. I was rewinding the, I had the single. When I had the album, I was rewinding the lyrics and writing them down so that I could say them exactly as he said them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that feels good. Oh, it feels good when you nail that snare. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like rhythmically it was always in me because my dad's a drummer. Artistically, as a as a vocalist, that was always in me because my mom's a singer. But I just never did rap, and my parents are they're, they're do cover music. I'm more of an introvert. I'm gonna write you about my experiences, about my inner feelings, about the world that I feel like I'm alone in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, definitely mid '90s. Definitely took it serious in '99 when my cousin Ariel, um, no, my cousin. Um, Eric, rest in peace. 
Eric. Uh, he showed me that him and his buddy uh, Christian were recording some Spanish rap shit, and it was some gangster Spanish rap shit, but yeah. there's nothing like it. Yeah. I was excited. I was like, "What? Yeah, you can do that? You can record your own shit? I get beats and shit or what?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah we make one of those keyboards. And I was like, "What? <laughs> Show me everything!" Because I don't know how seriously I love rap. Like they just happened to tell me that what they were doing one day. They're like, "I think you're old enough." I was like 16. And they're like. Check out the song we recorded, and I'm like, "What? Y'all recorded a song? They played it, and it's fucking fantastic. It's really good, man." And I, I was like, "Damn, you can actually do this shit." And I started playing around with my dad's uh, equipment. He had a bunch of equipment in, in the music room in our house, and I started hooking it up. And I put the mic on, and uh, I found some soundtrack with some beats, and started just kind of freestyling, trying to figure it out. But towards the end of the '90s, right around 2000, by the time the towers got hit. I was I was decided that I was going to be a, an MC a, right. of the pure kind because I had already I was trying to figure out what's my style though like I love rap but I see this SPM cat that all my Mexican homeboys are kind of pushing on me and I, that fool's tight I like him I feel yeah. it then I got, I got all these white homies that are showing me this ICP shit and it's a little weird it's a little dark but it jams I kind of like that is that the clown yeah, yeah. Same oh, yeah. and then I'm listening to a bunch of Chilean rap because. I came across a tape of Tiro de Gracias, Chilean, the first Chilean rap group. Actually, the first successful Latin rap group in all of Latin America was from Chile, Tiro de Gracias. They got big in Mexico, and after that, it was a rap, you know? And they fell apart, and, you know, careers went their own way. But uh, I, was, I was really heavy into Spanish rapping, you know? And uh, when my cousin showed me that they did it, I was all in. I was like, oh, shit, sign me up. They immediately put me on. They were like, yeah. well, learn first. Write you a clean verse, and... <laughs> They're like first. You got to come up with a name, though, and that's when I was like, "Ooh, I, I want to rap in English eventually." You know, I need a name yeah. that works for both, and that's when I came up with Kilo real quick. In, in the middle of the verse, like I stopped and I was like, "They call me." Fuck, they call me. <laughs> you know what I, mean? so I must have sat on it for about an hour, just like. And then I was like, "Kilo works for both." Flacco don't sound right. Flacco don't sound right. I, that's, that's and he's like, nah, that, that's too Mexican cholo. Nah, I, can't, I can't do flaco. I stuck with Key, and then, you know, I was I, I got into underground hip-hop, and it felt like that kind of, that style spoke to me more than the others. The other stuff sounded good, and it was good, you know, the Ice Cubes and the Bone Thugs. Um, but when it came to, like, the more lyrical shit, like Nas or Karis one, uh, there's a lot of L.A. underground rap. Right. And when I heard that, I was, I, I was like, oh, so the Chilean dudes... That's the kind of hip hop they do. Why do they do that kind of hip hop? I don't, what, why don't right. they do gangster shit? What's I don't understand that, you know. So I had to kind of dissect it, and then realize, oh shit, there's a whole underworld, a whole underside, like the other side, the underside, right? Uh, like Stranger Things mm-hmm. of of music, rap music, like right. the non-commercial side of things. And a lot of times it gets a little too weird, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little too abstract, you know. But for the most part, I like the fact that you're doing it. From within and not from outside. Right. And they say we are products of our environments. True, yes, but we should also be able to affect the environment we're in. Yeah. Facts. You me that? <laughs> no, no, but you know, speaking of that, when I first said this out, well, I got told the same thing you get told. Like, whenever you write, first, if you want to be a rapper, learn how to rap clean. Because mm. that's the hardest thing ever, because I would use. Motherfucker in every sentence yeah. and, and hoes. And it was an easy <laughs> filler. It was an easy filler, right? <laughs> you ready, you hoes. Like, oh. Give me my money. 
Or bitch. Said, or anytime you write fast. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you write fast, it was like, motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> See, nah, man, that was the hardest thing to write a verse clean. Yeah. Without, you know, and to make it go hard. Yeah, you know? yeah. Second was eight, uh, my, the name. I said, yeah. Man, what can I go by? Gordo? No, Gordo, no. Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got goals. Chino. Chino. Chino Gordo, no. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I came up with Ace, like the, 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 the Ace, because it was like, you know, if you put me on your team, we're always going to win. Ace, you know, yeah, so that's yeah. why I get you. Ace from there and on. And then um, they always, my teacher was, he goes, if you got to go into this, you gotta know the the, the leads of the of hip hop, you know, which is yeah. NWA. That's good. You know, know they know all of it. Respect the history yeah, going there in. You go. Get know what you're getting into. Exactly. What it's the, really about, the history, and then decide. You know, yeah. So I was like, yeah. So I can relate what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Not a more than a suck now. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you weren't that good back then either. <laughs> 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 hey, bro, I don't mind throwing a beat. I'm down to freestyle, dog. We'll do it. We, we do that towards the end of the show. We, okay. we, we'll and make it work. He says, if you want to, uh, the best rappers are freestyles. Now you can write all day, but freestyle is worse. Rap it's writing like really is just freestyle. It's yeah. organized freestyle. Yeah, it's just some people are like they perfected it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like a lot, a lot of the early NWA things, it was all ice cube. It's a thought out freestyle, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah it, so it should be good, right? That's why I always thought, like, man, how can you? these rappers be bad like they had all the time all the time in the world to work on this shit <laughs> and they go drop some bullshit like I can't I can't see, but I didn't have people around me that were doing the music yeah. and then him he, he did music and we did both we both did poetry but we were both the same about it we yeah like, we ain't gangsta enough yeah we ain't oh yeah. you do poetry you fat it's that, perce- <laughs> it's that perception yeah you supposed to be it's cause we're both gangsta you were supposed to be a gangsta <laughs> hey but then I'm like oh you got a poetry book yeah, I got one too <laughs> No, 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 it's a rhyme book. <laughs> it's a rhyme book, bro. It's a rhyme book. Don't, don't call that shit poetry. He goes, hey, don't be a queer or anything, but read this shit right quick. It's beautiful, right? Uh, like, Man, my heart is deep. I sold it. Like, Yo, shit, so for real? That's hey, don't be gay, though, but read my shit. It's like that. You got to say, excuse yourself. Like, hey, man, not to ride your dick or nothing, but that shit was tight. That shit was tight, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm going to suck your dick. It's that macho bullshit yeah, they put I mean, in there, bro. Like, you know, it's just the environment, bro. Like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't show exactly. Show like when you're a kid, you, you don't, you don't have all that confidence to flex and be who you are, yeah. dog. You kind of just got to oh, roll with the flow. Yeah. The oh, no muncha. <laughs> Look, I never told you to be a part of it. All right, <laughs> I was just cool with them. Like, you know, I just grew up with them. And then this we go joins him. But that's what like, we did. <laughs> like, we, were, we were we admired each other's work, but we never got together. Like, and even years later, we we got on a song together. You look I like a rapper. It. You definitely got a rap vibe to you. I gotta hear what you talking about. That one, uh, me, uh, <laughs> mine's all about uh, buffets and shit. Hey, ain't no He's like, like the number two at McDonald's was fired. <laughs> <That's right>? Action <laughs> <bites and tomatoes. laughs> No, but yeah, yeah. So I can relate to all that. You ever put hot sauce on the McChicken? <laughs> oh God, sweet sour. So, where, have you performed yet on stages? I mean, like, where have you? Oh boy, I, I lost count. I, there was a time where I was trying to keep up with all my my shows in the back of a lyric book, but really? I, I think I ran out of pages. Well, what's the what's the craziest? What's, what's the, the most memorable? DMX. One? What? Oh yo. 
2005. The club way. The club. The club DMX, bro. I mean that, right? oh, no, no, no. I met. I met. I opened up for Mob Deep. That's pretty good. Oh Ray, shit. Raekwon from Wu Tang. That is fucking him. dope. Yeah. I bet you were just. Fucking I thought like, I was gonna thrill. meet him in the backstage area. They were like, "Oh, you want to come to the backstage?" Artist only, and I was like, "Hell yeah, fucking!" <laughs> this would get tough. I had my CD and shit, and I, they let me into this room, and they had Raekwon's his writer, right? <laughs> they had his chips and his Ciroc, uh, Ciroc, you know, yeah. his drink. And then they were like, "Yeah, don't touch his bags." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And he wasn't even there. Hippo was chilling in the in the in the, in the bus the whole time. <laughs> but I left my CD in in, in his little chip bag, and like, you know, hey, fuck with me. But uh, Raekwon was dope. Uh, Mob Deep was memorable. I got to meet Prodigy from Mob yeah. Deep before. Yeah, Prodigy was a real, yeah, like, dude. real dope dude too. Yeah, yeah, I really fucked with yeah. that dude hard. Let's see. Uh, DMX Club DMX was tight because it was our first big show. That's back when I was signed with Freestyle Records. See, in '03, I was part of a Fort Worth label called Freestyle Records, mm. and I sp- exploded onto the scene basically as being their main uh, artist. I was a big battle rapper cat. So oh, when I came shit. to Fort Worth, I'm, I came from North Dallas. When I when I moved to Fort Worth, I was bringing, right. I was bringing my my, yeah. my grittiness, bro, because I had already got chewed up a bunch of times, and now I'm good, you know, or good yeah. enough, you know. Yeah. But over here, it was a lot, a lot more gangster, a little like too cool to be freestyling like that over here, you know. But I came in like, what's good? Shit's yeah. whack. Shit's fucking weak. What's up? <laughs> they were just like, oh, who's this motherfucker? So I caught a bad rap nice real, real real quick. But it wasn't because I was hating on nobody, bro. It was just because I was a competitive freestyler. Yeah. But people weren't ready for that. That, that shit, was your right? shit. That was your, that was what I was, that was your lane. I was being true to me. But it, it, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And they thought I was just some hating ass motherfucker. And I was like, nah. But I want is, y'all like, to get good and come at me. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, instead I caught a bunch of beefs and got blackballed a lot, honestly. No yeah. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Pussies. But it doesn't matter because that's not why. I know. used to go. I used to go to DMX uh, parking lot pimping. Bro, I used to make mad money out there with the Mortal Soldiers and fools. They taught me the grind out there. Yeah, oh, the Mortal yeah. Soldiers. They've been. They've yeah. been on. They still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those guys are still. I know a lot of people that went to school with those, those guys. There's always someone that. There's always somebody yeah. that's been through Diamond. You've been through Diamond Hill. You know them fools. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're they're fucking on the where's on the that shoe store down the side. Zoo, uh, Max. Yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's up though. They're using their hustles to get other hustles. Yeah, you know, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think I think that for Rennie Falcone, he's the one that's still. Oh yeah, he's always he's always he's just down. always dropping something new, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. constantly. The driving that fool is stupid. Yeah. yeah, that fool's just steady working. He ain't stopping. Yeah, I like the new name too, Rennie Falcone. Well, hey, with yeah. that being said, we're gonna go break. We'll put a pin on this and we'll be back. Wow. Thank you, man. Hey. Just, just yeah. Yeah. Where you at? La neta son no importa. No matter where you at, you'll find a lettuce style torta or tacos. What up, vatos? My people get their job done in the kitchen, cooking the washing plato. Mecánico, cementeros de la pintura.
the youth to slow down. You can be a lawyer or comedian, but I'm Lisa. Or anything you want, just don't be a statistic. We run in the better front. Please be like casa, giving you what you want. We do the damn thing and we ain't even got a Just how to be cheaper What's wrong with these tweakers? The bomb should be loaded with reefer We all in agreement We move as a unit and march Troops in the dark Counter-offensive of the music guard
We have found the next Keith. What's your name? My name is Ryan. Oh, nice to meet you. Martin, she bangs. She bangs. Oh, by lighting up the stage? Cast and crew would like to express their gratitude. You lit it fierce and I'm tame. You lit it fierce and I'm taking away like a bomb. Yeah, baby. She bangs, she bangs. Oh, baby, when she moves, she moves. I go crazy cause she looks like a flop, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. She bangs, she bangs. Thank I'm you. wasted by the way Thank she you. You can't sing, you can't dance, so what do you want me to say? Hey, you know, I have no professional training of singing. No, dancing, so. we didn't believe it either. <laughs> well, that's the surprise of the century. <laughs>
anywhere you put it, it's gonna it's gonna feedback, right? And I hate when they do that. Just turn this shit down. But I have this little air thing with my finger that I hold it at the same distance from my mouth the whole time. Right. So having my finger here, I can move around. I can do this, but the microphone is staying the same inch away from my mouth the whole time. Right. So yes, I'm moving, and yes, I'm keeping it live, but that shit is coming through clear. Because mm. the, the distance between me and the microphone, and I'm not cupping it like that. That's horrible. Right. It's just gonna make it worse. So I'm, I'm, I'm holding my. A lot of times I try to stylistically hold it and shit, and I'll be like throwing my hand out like da 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 da. Switch hands and shit. Mm. Uh, sometimes if it's a wireless mic, I got this little thing where I could I do like I, I roll it on my finger and then roll it back and these little shit. Hey, like the that. owner of the mic is like, oh man, oh, I hope oh, you don't drop that shit. He's like, oh, the whole fucking. <laughs> That's hilarious. He better not drop it. <laughs> but nah, bro, it just is about learning. Uh, at this point, the hardest thing, thing to me in all of music is remembering my lyrics, man. Really? Coming up with it, fun, easy. Recording it, hard but fun. Yeah. Remembering it, oh my god. Yeah. Horrible, bro. I can't, I can't. Before I had kids, I could probably listen to a song all night and maybe remember it. I'm talking like four hours straight, the same song. Like that's the only way. Or sometimes I'd take the lyrics and rewrite them just so that my brain and hand would get used to the words being rewritten mm. while the beat was playing. And I went through all that shit for my performance. After you have so many songs, God, you can't do that anymore, bro. Yeah. To, and then you got to decide, okay, what am I going to perform this time? What am I going to do over here? I used to roll with a DJ, so he handled a lot of that shit. Now it's all by myself. I used to have a DJ and a hype man. Now it's all by myself again. You know what I mean? But, what happened, uh, if I may ask? We burned out, bro. We we all try to do things in the city, and and, and it seems uh seems counterproductive a lot because there's a lot of bullshit involved. It's fun with dirtiest games. I don't advise anyone to get into music uh, professionally, anyway. Mm. I am very filled with with my output artistically because I worked out my mental issues on the mic. I was illegal. I didn't know what I was going to do if after high school so I dropped out and instead of being a wild teen I put it into my writing I don't know what to do um, I'm half between here it feels like I'm in purgatory da, da, da. and put it into my rap sometimes it sounded cheesy and corny but it still went in my books and it was almost like therapy I talked about it with somebody with my book you know and then I'd release a song and I'd put a little like I had this one song that said uh the only kilo they allow is a Colombian powder. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, the situation. Like, we'd rather have some drugs over here. But you, you human, chill out. Hold up, hold tight. You know what I mean? Hold on, we ain't got time for you. You grew up here. You grew up here, but we still don't want you. I was seven when I got here. The fuck was my choice to be here? My mom tells me all the time, like, yo, you know, are you happy that we brought you here? And I'm like, yeah, I am. I really am because I have more. I can do more here than I could have in Chile. But at the same time, man, you dropped me in some hot soup, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I had to navigate my way out of that shit and through that shit. And so you said that you uh, just became an assistant, right? Mm -hmm. 2016. 2016. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. Um, so. Do you feel like it, it changes a little bit of your music, though? Like, now that you're a citizen, or, como te digo, como te digo, it's like, is there certain things you want, you can't talk about because that might affect you? I used to, but I did it anyway. And in 2008, eight years before I got my, my resident papers, I was just a little tipsy. And we were at my man Luna's studio, and we were recording a verse. And we were writing a verse. He's got a beat playing. It's a pretty cool little underground beat and shit. And my, I had just gotten in the call with my mom. My mom was like, all right, we finally became citizens. 
so you're next. And I was like, so I don't get in right away? No, because you're over 21, so we have to basically submit you and start over. They're saying it can take up to eight years. And I'm just like, oh, shit, it's been 20. What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, I still don't got him, goddammit. It's been 20 years. Eight, eight more? You serious? My whole adult life, I had to live it waiting for the shit to fall in place so that I could proceed with my life? Fuck, man. Yeah. So, no, I put all my time and effort into rap and music and treated it like that was the only fucking way that I was ever going to do anything in my life. And I believed it. Right. And I did that. And then I got my papers. And I said, oh. I can, I can do other stuff. And then I went back to school and I finished and got my diploma. I was like, oh, cool. And then I went into college and I took a couple classes and smashed it, killed it. And was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'm more worthy than I knew, but no one told me that. No one, I didn't have the chance to, to let that play out. Because of the all oh, the legal shit and the Dreamer Act, right? My yeah. lawyer was like, "Don't go with the Dreamer Act because the next president, which at the time was going to be Trump, he canceled this shit and he exactly what he tried to do the whole exactly. fucking time." Yeah. And, yeah. So no, you're better off with your parents that are citizens submitting for you and you waiting the whole eight years. And I was like, "That's better." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, <laughs> "Damn." Like, so I had years. all this like, "Oh fuck this! I can't live my life." can't go in any direction with any purpose Stop. with any certainty because like ugh, yeah and it, at, at 28 29 it starts getting fucking old bro you know so i'm writing this verse and that shit's just playing in my head and it's just some random rap verse and i'm like all right illegal alien crossed the border with an australian settled in fort worth texas with a main with a name being romanian i can't even begin to tell you about the pain i'm in i'm so emerging shit i'm ripping hair up out of my cranium I hit up artifacts, pick up a bag of fat caps And call up KGB and fade into the night with backpacks Quick toss-ups, I get up like Mark Echo Spray my lyrics on the walls and let my bars echo It's hard to let go, kick a freestyle while I'm spraying I'm a graph head slash MC and it stands for match land You know what I mean? That's all I got <laughs> The idea that I started the verse going Illegal alien Cross the border with an Australian. I was like, damn, man, that's kind of kind of raw. And I was thinking, bro, you sure you want to just say that in the verse? But I was so like, fuck this shit. That I just, yes, I'm gonna say that in the verse. And I ran in. I walked in that booth, bro. About an hour later, bro, I fucking smashed that shit. I come out the booth, motherfuckers looking at me like, dude, yeah. the fuck. <laughs> like you went in there and got seriously busy, you know? And I was like, damn, yeah, it's kind of like out of it too. Is like I unloaded on that verse. Yeah. And from that moment on, I was like. That's it. That's my solo album, The Illegal Alien. That's it, yeah. I'm going to talk about this shit that I've avoided talking about forever, just trying to be an American rap star. Yeah. You know? And now it's time to talk about me. Right. And then I wrote another verse, Illegal Alien, with a permanent stay in the U.S. The crew's best lyricist sitting behind a huge desk. Who's next? Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba -ba, you know? So I started kind of just making that my... my right. My branding, the illegal alien. And now, at this point, anybody could have fuck, picked up the phone and called. That's why I say I appreciate all my haters for not getting your boy deported. Deep down, y'all <laughs> love me. It's cool. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? For real. For real. I'm not kidding. Without y'all, I wouldn't be who I am and I wouldn't know what I know. So anyone who's ever played any role in my life, I'm going to tell y'all thank you for real. I love y'all for real. Keep that shit, keep that shit locked. Right. But uh, yeah, man, for, by, by the graces of uh, some say God, some say a divine force, some say luck. Um, some say I just didn't do terrible shit that came back to me. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's the way I live. I, I, I like to think that I cleared up all my, my karma since then, and I've been living a, a, a way better lifestyle, eating better, yeah. learning a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the last couple of years have been really rocky with, with the, the world changing on us, but I'd like to think that we were kind of already ready for that change in my right. household. 
You know what I mean? Because we always think about the world. It's like, while the world was sitting there burning unknowingly to most, I was just like, hey, guys, we can't be rapping all this party shit. The fucking yeah. house is on fire. What are y'all doing? Like, that, that was my goal as an artist. Like, I was always be like, I can't, I can't fall into the Kool-Aid and just act like it's all gravy. And yeah, let's yeah. just... Dog, nah, we, we can't all be getting heads in the parking lot. This is like, house is on fire. What the fuck? Like, that's how I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's always been my approach to it. Even these days. So if you were doing rapping, what, what do you think, or besides cooking, what, yeah. what, what else would you be doing? I mean, probably counseling kids. Oh, sure. Yeah, I always felt like I could reach them and speak to them and 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 give them something. But guess what? I was illegal. I wasn't allowed to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there goes a career of a counselor who would have wanted to help, can't. Why? Because of legal bullshit, legal restraints. Right, right. You know what I mean? And yeah, I get it. Well, stay in your own country, fix your own problems. There's a reason why my country was in, in shambles, yo. Yeah. They, they were, they were, they did what Russia did, what is doing to, to Ukraine. That shit happened to my country. And y'all be surprised who the Russia was in this in, in this scenario. But let's not talk about that because people don't want to hear that shit. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But here I am, right? But see, that's the truth. That's the ugly truth. That yeah. People that don't want to talk about it, but you yeah. are. Yeah. You know what I said? Like this is the truth. Yeah, I'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> my my uh, docu series is gonna talk about everything. Yeah. I have some some deep ties to local rap and music and some people that I've brushed with and you're gonna hear all those stories um obviously some discretions some shit that don't need to be said sometime yeah but um but yeah i'm gonna do my best in in, in in providing a full list of details as an immigrant who already had all these sets of fucking difficulties right oh this is make it harder on this fool he's not mexican don't don't give this fool any or, or he, he ain't black why is this fool over here rapping or Move to Fort Worth. This fool from Fort Worth. Let's, let's, let's push this fool. Oh yeah, there's that and big then, Fort Worth versus Dallas check it thing. Out. Here's the funny thing. And then I live a bunch of years in Fort Worth, and then I moved back to Dallas because my mom was like, "Yo, at that time, you know, you gotta quit your job. You gotta come back home. You gotta lay low till we get your papers. Don't fuck up in the last stretch." And I was like, "Well, fucking eight years." I'm 29. I'm not going to go live with you for eight fucking years. I'm sorry, Mom. Maybe one. It's probably all I can tolerate, but I got my, my life moving. I got my crew. I got my music thing going. That was still popping to me, you know? Yeah. But I had to drop everything and, like, re reschedule and restructure everything. And um, It was really fucking hard. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, keep uh, on going, though. Uh, keep on going. Yeah, it was just a difficult time for, for, for me as an artist. Um, but to, to be able to, to, to work through it, and decide that I was going to be the coined illegal alien of this right. rap shit. And then uh, I decided, okay, we're not, I'm a resident now. I can make a second album called The Resident. Right. And then I'll make a third album called The Citizen when that time comes. So I'm basically going to catalog my process of changing from like a, like a damn butterfly, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Going from the ugly to the middle to the shit, I'm here. And who knows, maybe at the end of being a citizen, maybe this country is on fire and we have to fucking take off to Norway again or some <laughs> shit. You never fucking know. But I tell my, my wife, I tell people all the time, yo, I've lived in three continents. I will make it four if I need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit went bomb, bro. I wouldn't mind if I... Mm -hmm. Here's the cool thing. My best friend, my first Chilean friend, there's a lot of Chilean people there. He stayed there. We moved back to Chile because my grandma, grandpa died, my, and my mom wanted to see the grave, and we yeah. lost everything we had there. We were gone for more than six months, so we lost our, our citizenship there. They had given it to us. Yeah, you want to stay? Sure. Here. Here you go. Here you go. We were like, wow. 
<laughs> and then we come to the U.S. and they're like, whoa, 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 who the fuck are you? What are you doing? Yeah. And they were tripping when we got to the U.S. They were tripping on this jacket that we had because we were bringing a jacket with some like Chilean jerky from my uncle that he had asked for. And they were like, the jacket, uh, what's, the, what's this bag? And we're like, what? We don't even speak English. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? They're like, eh? Yeah, for real, bro. It was very different, very different entrance <laughs> than Norway, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, absolutely. And, like, and they'd call us blackheads out there. Dude. What? What? Blonde, 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 blonde. Well, yeah. to them, we were black haired folks, and we were all of a sudden a nuisance. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know he wanted to go down there and like, yeah. breathe, like breathe like with the people from Norway. Yeah. Like the Germans. So That's what's up. Yeah. Is, is it normally where they, they pay you to stay to get married? So one of theirs? Uh, no, I think. Sweden? Sweden? No, it's Iceland, I think. Iceland? <laughs> What's that drama? <laughs> Give me that spot. Yeah, right. I, th- I think it's it's either Greenland or Iceland where. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Well, yeah, they pay you to they stay pay there. You yeah. Stay there. Oh, to stay there. If you get married to one of the girls there, because they're overpopulated by oh, women. Oh my god. There's more women than men. So I don't want to hear anybody talk about I swear. What, where the females at. <laughs> they over there, bro, in Iceland. It's the Greenland or Iceland. <laughs> they pay you to stay wow. there. Island, Island. Hey, I just remember Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah, <laughs> Island. Hey, Miguel Chavez says drunken news is the shit. That's right. Drunken news. We do a we do an episode every end of the month. End of the month, and we we kind of just get fucked up. Oh, it's like it's between the ferns and some shit. It's just yeah. like the news from the whole month. And we try to stay on topic, but these fuckers get drunk and they start going off topics. And then you got That's motherfuckers fun. barking like That's DMX. And <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to my my boy, Jimmy F. What did, what, what did he say? Jimmy F. Baby. Jimmy F. Baby, please say the baby. <laughs> my boy from H Block. H-block. The king of H Block. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah no, so I mean, the whole thing, when is it going to be releasing your whole documentary series like? Uh, I want to have a website dedicated to my, not my new label, but my late, let's it right here, it's a deal, come on in here, it's four, here, go back, go, hey, go ahead, you come in, come in here, fool, go ahead, come in, bro, y'all don't know, beginning, the origins of Kilo Artifacto started with this cat right here, I actually just started following this dude right here, I actually just started following him, what's up, bro, hey, Garza, we're not in this park, Oh shit, GT fucking Garza. What's up, bro? Hey man, I gotta get a picture with you before you go. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I just want to tell Chris, but we're here. Right? I saw your. Uh, saw oh, you want to do it now? Or you wanna... yeah, we want to? Yeah. I mean, we're in the middle of a show. We're oh, doing live. Nah, y'all go ahead. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Come on. <laughs> y'all think? Come in when you're ready. We'll line up uh, with him on y'all too. Okay, bet. Man, good to see y'all. Good to see you, bro. I love that cat too. That is dope. <laughs> that was GT Garza. Right. Yeah. A lot of y'all motherfuckers don't know, but yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> I recently found out Homeboy was nasty with the with the with the battle rapping back in the day. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Louis Guerrero was letting me know that GT Garza used to used to hold weight on the battle mic on the battle circuit. I was oh, like, wow. oh shit, you got a lot of props doing that kind of shit these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but um. Why don't you do like releasing it off of Netflix and all that? Well, they'll, they'll pay you. I, I'm I'm gonna get it, and I'm gonna sh- ship it to all those damn distributors because this shit looks really good, bro. Yeah. 
and I'm not rushing it, but here's the cool thing. My friend in Norway, yeah, he's, he, I already sent him a, a, a set of questions that I need him on camera to answer. So the story of the immigration story is going to branch out to people that I know and have met throughout the world Whoa, who are going man. to tell you their experience. Like he's going to tell you what Norway, because his life was, because he didn't leave Norway. I left Norway. My life ended up in Texas being so a rapper. You're going to go like he stayed. Directions yeah, like yeah. That's it's it's not just about me. It's about the immigrant story. It's everybody, bro. Yeah. It's about everybody that and you've it's had. It's time to tell that story, and it's it's time that here's here's what I've seen. Like my man Jose from Church's Chicken, yeah. people just work day in and day out, and hardly have a life. You know, a lot of them send money to their wife in in Mexico or in Guatemala or whatever. Uh, a lot of them end up getting caught up with drugs or or some prostitution shit because right. the wife ain't there, and you know whatever the case may be. But um, I want my immigrant folks to understand that we don't have to live in the shadows anymore, man. You can be who you want to be. You can, you can express yourself as an American also, even if you're not given the green light all the time. You know, a lot of us spend a lot of time in secrecy and just kind of secretly depressed and quietly just withering away. And that can't be the way anymore, man. All my peoples who are looking for a better life. Live in but, the now. I know that the ending is, is your eye on the prize, but you got to live now, man, because you may not get that chance again, man, for real. Let me ask you this, though. Do you think that... Because I, I see this a lot. Sometimes nuestra gente tears ourselves down. Oh, absolutely. Do you feel the same way about you, though? Yeah. Now, well, first... Your personal experience is going to fuck you Okay, up. there you go, because I, I've had that... Like, I, I said that before. Like, when I, I used to work in a construction site... Mm -hmm. All the Hispanic, all the team Mexicans. up against you, right? Yeah, because I, I spoke English. <laughs> it's it, it's yeah. the fucked up thing is that like whenever you're Mexican, you're not Mexican enough for the Mexicans. Exactly. But you're not. But you're not American enough for the Americans. An, it's just another excuse to divide, bro. That's all it is. And yeah. the, the, the 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 colonizers put that shit so engraved in our heads that we. Well, see, you know what I mean? like, I, I, when and when I was working there, I'd be like. I, I, when I saw a bunch of Mexicans, it's hard I'm, to understand, right? You think that's your people? You know, yeah, like, that's what I said. I'm like, oh, this is my people. I'm, I'm yeah, good. I'm we're good here, right? Mm -hmm. No, they were trying to farm me on the first day. Yeah, uh, just wow. because, like, uh, just stupid random thing. Yeah. But that was my thing. Does, does that change your view, though? You being who you are, you music. And, and no, we all we're all products of the earth, bro, and the world, and the world has made us all sour and ugly people. And we, we we ourselves can change that shit. You know what I mean? Um, but it all starts with your relationship. Immediately, like I, I haven't met your cats in person, mm -hmm. but I ain't coming over here all guarded. Yeah, no, no, I'm yeah. too cool to, to really let go and open up yeah, with some yeah. people, man. Nah, no, be no. human. You don't have to be this 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 tough rock that we we're all lied to about. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. So just just be genuine, be you. Uh, in this rap game, especially, a lot of people try to try to overdo the slang. Hey, man, yeah. don't come by. Hey, yeah, I, get, yeah. I get it. I get that shit sells, bro. But yeah. Turn it off, bro. You know, sometimes you got to be human. You got to be direct. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a visible idiot. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all. <laughs> um, um, the second part of the question is that, like, when, now that you got your citizenship, do you find yourself, like, uh, has your opinion changed on, on different things? Like, the, uh, like the caravan? Yeah. Does your are you just like those people just need to go no, back? No, bro. It's, it's not their fault. It's, 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 so? like, nah, bro. I, I'll say this. And again, this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I saw that they were running from, you know, uh, murderers and all that. And mm -hmm. I, I get that. I mm -hmm. swear, I get mm -hmm. that. But the thing is that you people coming this way, there's death over here, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I, I, I feel like, and, you know, and I, I know some people that are like, well, they need to come here legally. 
like, yeah. You act like that's a different line. Yeah, like, don't get in that line. It's, yeah. it's the legal one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, it's designed so you don't come. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They, but they make it difficult to, so you don't want to. They discourage it. Like, yeah. They make it heavy. to the point to where you're like, I got to pay this much. I'm never going to be able to make right. that. But I got to do this and yeah. wait this long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. never going to yeah, be able exactly. to do that. Or they wanted to make you go wait. Oh, well, you can wait back in your country. I'm like, really? My whole family's here. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're really going to send me somewhere. Like, you're going to go out of your way so yeah. that I'm not here messing things. Like, Come on, man. See, you know what I'm saying? And that's the crazy thing. Like, I got friends right now that <laughs> are that got deported. Yeah. They grew up their whole lives here. Yes. Yeah, that's that's more know? of a fucked up situation. And, and now they got to go to Mexico, somewhere where they never yeah. been, you know? And it's Dangerous, like. Dangerous, bro. They could get. And they, they don't know about target. that kind yeah, of world because yeah. they grew up here, you know? And it's, yeah. it's just fucked up. Fall through the cracks type shit. Yeah, it sucks, man. Well, that's the thing that is divided now. When I heard... Uh, you can't blame the people, bro. We're all a product of our environment, man. You know what I'm saying? saying like, our own people are the ones that divides us. And then, like, even... Okay, I think I think as Hispanics, we like to build someone up so we can tear them down. We like to build our own champion. Okay, perfect example. Canelo. Yeah. Canelo's everybody's champion, everybody's hero. Up until he loses, people are now that he's so big, he's all about himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are cliches. Everyone that at the bottom is going to hate on people at the top, I think. Yeah, you, know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, no, man, we need to change that shit. And, yeah. And but, that, but there's no model for that. So we can't do it just because we want a few people feel good like we should. There needs yeah. to be a different way. Like in Japan, bro, they, put, they don't beat it into their kids, but they structure it into their kids schooling to not be trashy pick up mm. your plates wash your own shit that's why that country is oh, so yeah, damn clean yeah, yeah. because they literally it, it, they 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 attack at the source you know what i'm saying all we have is a bunch of shitty ass kids running around in these schools yeah. and unless there was some shitty rap in my days i get it you know what i mean yeah. but the shit these days bro it's there's no substance at all like it's all about some material shit some sexual shit or some killing shit nothing else that can't be good bro yeah that can't be good dog and then, talk about someone who grew up on drug rap and shit and yeah i love you know yeah uh, master p and shit back in the day that was great you know make crack like this man, 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 man. yeah, yeah. That shit, bang bro it wasn't good you know and, <laughs> and, and you know see murder was one of my favorite rappers at yeah the time. i love see murder Man, that first album, man. Look mm-hmm. at life and death. Feel my pain. That's my shit. Yeah, C Murder was a yeah. shit. <laughs> so, if you uh, don't know about C Murder, yeah. man, you ain't growing yeah. up on some hood ding, shit. Ding, 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 ding. Only real niggas live where I'm mm-hmm. from. Where I'm from. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> Dog, you, that, that first album, though, I had this one track that I couldn't stop listening to that I think it was like he was like dreaming or some shit. Yeah, Dreams. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish that life was a dream. Yeah. Because sometimes I wake up and just want to scream. I think about them cutthroats and them killers. Law, don't let my son be another victim. Of yeah. The problem was he created a victim. He was a problem. He saw murder. Yeah. He basically became his whole fucking facade. Right, right. Whether it was true or not, whether you were dug ass motherfucker in the Calliope or not, it doesn't matter. Who are you to the world? What are you presenting to the world? What are you highlighting? What are your values that you bring into the table and say, hey, everybody, check these out? You know yeah, what I'm saying? T Murder was one of those dudes yeah. that was just. It was just wildin', bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had, he had a good voice and a good flow to him. You know, yeah, he, he was a little less. He was more introverted than the other yeah. two fellas. But uh, I, I loved his music. I loved that little eerie Tupac sense that yeah. was kind of in his. And that he didn't give a fuck either. Yeah. Like whenever, it, uh, but it wasn't Tupac. He wasn't no. biting it, yeah. but it had that same flavor, right? It was that one song where he's like, it makes me so tired, it makes me wonder why it's going under. Yeah, yeah. 
like on Bossolini, right? Yeah, Bossolini, yeah. I like Ghetto Boy. Just a little Ghetto Boy. A little, a little. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah, he's still locked up. Bro, it was at that moment that I was like, man. See, murder. Got murder. I had to change my role models, man. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, dude, I mean, true or not, whatever happened to Homeboy, that's like, who the fuck am I going to look up to now? You know yeah. what I mean? And my homeboy was looking up to SPM, and, and then he gets popped in that shit. It's just like, damn, what the fuck are we doing? Right, I, I got to ask, do you think SPM being That's not for me to say, bro. I mean, do Absolutely you know, not. your opinion? Opinion? Yeah, just like, do you think he did it? I think power is a trip. Yeah. Um, I don't think that he presented himself as a very clean human to begin with. Correct. But I, it's not my place to say. I don't Correct. know. I have friends of his that say it wasn't true, that I know. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I gotta go off what they're saying, but then again, I, I still I can't. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though. I know all these rappers get caught up, and that's the one guy who's like, he's about to be like a major superstar. He was about to, bro. That's why I thought the system like was gonna get him before it happened. So for a minute, I was like, man, maybe they are just trying to plug the light before this fool breaks the door down yeah, on some Latino rap shit. I think besides Cypress Hill, especially me, because I'm mixed like both, I never really heard like a Mexican person rap. Like, no, Cypress Hill didn't really yeah. rap like that. No, that was no, a different but, thing. But Cypress Hill was more of a rock, rock rap, rap like mixture. It was it was in the real is a different specimen, bro. Yeah, That's Cypress all. Hill was in the in the league Monk's, of its own. Like, for me, like he was the first one because you know, like my dad's yeah, like, yeah, my yeah. Mom's Mexican, yeah. So for me, well, Hand Dog was a yeah. uh, uh, what was he? He was Cuban, right? He was Cuban and black. Cuban, but, but, oh, like, yeah. Cuban. Like, as far as like my race, like Mexican, it was like, yeah. You know, it's hard to find one, right? They made it down to Cali, and I'm like, yo, who fuck? Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I I listened to B Real on Drink Champs. Yeah. And he said that everybody was like thinking that he was from fucking New York because they call yeah because they called themselves Cypress Hill and there's a Cypress Hill in New York. There's a Cypress. So once they found out they were from Cali, they're like, what the fuck? Like this came out of Cali because you know everybody was doing gangster shit on their Wu Tang show. Y'all seen the Wu Tang show? No, I haven't. Yeah, the scene where they they're playing and sending the membrane and they're like. You didn't believe these fools from from California? They were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I seen that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cypress Hill was just a whole different yeah, a whole way of music. Well, see, they they put their values on the table and they told you what they're about. Right. We are all about legalizing marijuana, and we are going to normalize the fuck out of marijuana in our music. That was their sole purpose, mm-hmm. and I think they might have helped. Legalized shit in Cali sooner than the other states yeah. did. You know, I, I think they did, and they especially be real. It, you know. I think, like, SPM gets out, like, next year. No, nah, fuck no. Yeah. He got, like, 49 years. Nah, but he's already up for parole. Who knows? He might be up for like, a parole, but he, he probably ain't going to get it, more than likely. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, SPM went down, and all that shit happened, and they said he did this, he did that. And then they're like, oh, no, he didn't. And then, you know, he didn't buy his way out of it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they really wanted his money, too. Yeah. And he wasn't. He, he went down for not giving it to him. You know, I can see that too. Yeah, no. But also heavy too, price to pay though. till this day, it's a heavy ass price to pay. But so till this day, paid. yeah, Deshaun Watson <laughs> right. paid all. Of it. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro, have y'all noticed since college? He was in college. A bunch of the pros, you never heard shit, right? Like this guy was like the poster child. Yes, he was the next Russell Wilson. Then, then he has to be traded. Exactly, you don't know absolutely. He has to be traded, I swear, like a couple weeks. Later, absolutely. Like, There's like thirty women. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like the organization ain't gonna find a bunch of chicks in Houston that yeah. are willing to say this. Yeah. Hey, Houston was like, "Look, we're tired of paying all these bitches. You got to take care of it now." He's like, "I want to trade." I want like y'all said, some basis. Some people you can tell, bro. 
I think he was probably going to get massages. Of yeah. Oh, God. But he don't look like the type. And then he ain't never had, like, nothing come out. Like, never, bro. Yeah. But you don't know. Yeah, that's true. You don't know. Yeah. But mm. I did like the homie's cut, man. I thought he was pretty, pretty clean cut cat for for his age. You know? Yeah, at first. Yeah, at first. <laughs> yeah. Who no, knows, but man, man, fucking, what about um, the Patriots owner? Did he got caught? Oh yeah. You, you ever heard shit about it? Yeah, the, pa- the No, movie. apparently there's a video. That's what you haven't but, seen. But they uh. So he has the, his white bridge. He, black he's a motherfucking crab. So that motherfucker made that video disappear. <laughs> He probably took the judge out golfing and shit, you know. That's what's wrong with the world, man. Patriots owner got called up, and it was like, you know, one day news, and then like that's it. (laughs) It was like, what? I'm rich. So what? You caught me, bitch. (laughs) So what? You caught me. (laughs) So what? I was getting my dick sucked here. Take take this bag of money. They're like football player Deshaun Watson has been buzzing for having massages. You know what it is. They just like to. They like to. I thought everyone did that, not just football players. Is that normal? Nobody, y'all don't go to massage parlors. So if you, who, if somebody wanted to be a rapper, what advice would you give them? Don't do it. <laughs> no, it's it's not about being a rapper, man. It's it's about reflection, you know. And uh, here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna use y'all examples. Okay. Just 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 a social experiment. How many phone numbers do you know by heart? Not one. I know like maybe two, and maybe I know my two. house phone maybe from one. back in two thousand. <laughs> Yeah, right. I know That's my, it, my yeah. old phone number from the nineties. <laughs> but you would what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> my mark, uh, my mark teacher. Oh, oh okay. okay. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> what to say? Was you that one kid? That <laughs> bones the teacher. <laughs> because back in the day, we were forced to learn them. Because we were forced to, or we had a little black book. Write them the fuck right. down. The whole motion of you taking your brain, going through the numbers, writing down a person's name, and saying. Brain connects world materials on paper with a pen. Writing is the last magic left on earth. Listen to me. Writing is the last piece of magic left on earth. Because yeah, because nobody does it anymore. No nobody more. does it anymore. Right. Yeah. So you could be an okay writer and then push your shit, believe in your shit, because there's going to be a thousand lazy motherfuckers who would rather watch Netflix, Hulu, or something on their phone than, than learn something, than learn a phone number. Or, or a, a lot of time, I meet, I meet these rappers, you, if you want to be a rapper, please have, have no problem writing on paper. Because I've run into fools who are like, nah, I don't like writing, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, just want to go. Gives me a headache, and I was like, "Then you're not gonna be a rapper, then, right?" They do want to go in the booth and do those ABC raps. <laughs> but it was like, bro, you you basically telling me right now that you're not, this isn't gonna work out for you. Like, how are you not seeing that, right? So, if you want to be a rapper, make sure that you can write shit down. Yes, it's 2022. You can type it in your phone and your iPads and your pads, whatever. The idea is that you are connecting context from the physical world we live in. And you are converting it into a digital form these days because you're putting it on something that people can consume, whether it be a movie, digital stream, you know. So either you can be the, the audience that's watching it or you can be the creator who's creating it. Right. And for many years, the people who have been creating entertainment have been the select few and we can't get through to that club yeah. and we're over here, they're over there, just let that be. No, right. man, you're an artist. I didn't get into rap to be a super rap star. That'd have been dope. Yeah. It still might happen. That'd be great. But if it doesn't, it's fine. I, I, 
I came in honestly and I walked away honestly. Mm. I put my story down. I let it be my therapy. Right. I'm happy with my. I found happiness in my own life and my own ways. And my success is not defined by how many views I got or how many promo mm. videos I got. And yes, we released the video today with my crews from uh, the Rosedale Cipher crew. Uh, Rosedale Cipher Video Three. It's out there on YouTube. Check it out right now. It's called Rosedale Cipher Three with your boy Kilo Artifacto, uh, my man Raw Truth. Represent Tarrant County on this one. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I got Coda LaFlair, uh, 2MB Diego, a little young rapper coming up, and uh, my man Juice Leroy, who was phenomenal. I didn't, oh. I hadn't worked with Juice yet, but he's. Yeah, that's the. So he does a creation station every Wednesday. Oh, he, he's here? He yeah, does he's that? Okay, cool, Wednesday cool, cool. Yeah, he's oh, like, yeah? Okay. He, he's a different cat, man. Yeah. I think me and him, we don't even know yet, but we're going to do an EP or something together. Yeah, yeah. We got that kind of flavor. Where? Yeah, he's got a movie. Shit, I better hurry up before I'm oh. too little on the. <laughs> you can cater for the film crew if you want. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, just bring the empanadas, bro. <laughs> They're worth it, I see that. Yeah. But that's it, man. You know, know what you're getting into. Understand that it's a craft and understand that it takes work. Everything, ta- everything takes work. Right. And don't be afraid to, to, to put your hand on a pen and, and move that shit around. If you want to tap around on your, on your, on your tablet, that's gravy too. Um, I made the transition from comp books and pens to digital art forms. Right. I used to remember the chicken scratch in my raps and, yes. knew, and knew, okay, yes. I can't tell what it says here, but I know the line because I remember how this this whole mess look like so the I, mess would be engraved in my head like okay oh, I meant to say and then yeah. sometimes I'd rewrite it cleanly like I told you before but it, uh, it's hard to read but the messy one I knew okay yeah I know where this it just felt like. right yeah it just fit better so don't be afraid to write it takes work it takes more than you can imagine don't expect your immediate friends to stay with you the entire time that's all. <laughs> in anything, in anything in life, people be like, "Oh, it's my day one." So that's a nice word and all, but no. So, no. so with all the <laughs> the rappers that you've been around, is there like, were you ever like, "Oh shit, that's so and so," like how I was right now, looking like a little bitch in front of GT Garza? I don't even know. What yeah, you did get started. I did because I was just like, B, "Oh bro, shit." One <laughs> B and Talib Kweli were here. Oh, you met you, you actually met both of them? Yeah, or? they were here for a sound clash at the old Gillies at the Gillies uh, ballroom over there in Dallas. So there's a sound clash. Uh, Red Bull was doing these like they'll take two artists different genres and mm-hmm. they'll throw a show. They were just trying to cross promotion and shit. So it was Oso Madli, which is like a I don't know if it's a so- SoCal or like a Baja Mexico band. Right. They play like it's funky cumbia rock and stuff like that um, and they were against Talib Kweli <laughs> and I was like oh shit from that's Black interesting Star. as hell and then Talib Kweli has a song with Bun B and I had no idea that Bun B was there I've always loved UGK mm-hmm. and uh, we're sitting there and you know by the mixer and shit and then my homeboy Justin's like hey dude it's Bun B right, right, like, right next to you and, I was like, and there was a little fence here and I was leaning on the fence and the, the guy with the giant mixer was there and Bun B was like right here <laughs> where those cameras at and I was like what He's like, oh shit! It's fucking Bumby. You know, I was like, shit. What do I tell Bumby? He's yeah. just chilling backstage. He's not rapping. He's waiting for his moment. You know, his yeah. quality was saving Bumby as his feature for the for the battle. It's like a song, but band battle. You know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't want to say nothing to Bumby, right? And then after a minute, Quali came out and grabbed Bumby, and both of them went and did the song together that they had. And 
after that, everyone's like, oh, Quali continues the show, and Bun B goes right back to the mixer where we were. And I was like, what's up, Doc? <laughs> he was like, what's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit. Bun B cool as fuck, man. Bun B is one of the, the <laughs> at least in my eyes, one of the most influential Texas Ex- rappers yes, ever. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone wants to give it to Scarface, and nothing against Scarface. He was on a song with Tupac. That kind of sets him apart, just by default. Yeah, just because he, he yeah. did something that nobody else from Texas yeah, could do. exactly. And he killed that shit. Oh, he oh, killed yeah. the fuck out of that song. Yeah. Like that style. Yeah. Thing about Scarface's style is like his style comes through in his raps, in his rap screams and yells, like yeah. just yeah. kind of like Tupac did. So it has that more of the. It, that, that song went so good together. Like it's one of those Smile. masterpiece of a fucking Bro, songs. The beat. As soon as you hear that. You just know it's like, oh shit, this one's gonna be hard. That's to me. That's one of the best songs. It's it's one of the best songs that I've ever heard. Scarface and Scarface has hits, but like just in general, as an influential, kills it when he features like the Nas feature is dope too. Oh yeah, that Nas. Yeah. Circumstances is like my first fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get excited, bro. I'll relive all this. But like, just, just like whenever, you know, like. You're from Texas, and you were a Texas rapper, but yeah. you don't really hear so, that many Texas rappers break out yeah. and do a lot of big shit. Yeah, because we're not you taken know? serious here, they're, man. They're, there's we only don't certain... take our art serious, so they don't take us that serious at the same time. Yeah, you know so saying? whenever I heard Big Pimpin' yeah. with Jay-Z, and I heard it was Bumby and Pimpsy, I lost my shit. Let me tell you something. That song was yeah. more for Jiggas. Yeah. For Jigga in the South than it was for the UGK. Oh, yeah, yeah. UGK had no need to go conquer New York. No. You know what I'm saying? But Jay-Z needed to have a smash single with some Southern motherfuckers. Yeah. There was nobody better at the time. And then, and uh, have you heard the story behind it? Like, no, I never heard So I, I, I listen to podcasts. Anytime I can hear Bum B, I, I will sit there and nice. listen to what he has to say because he's got a, a bunch of interesting yeah. stories to say. But apparently... Jay Z doesn't talk stupid, right? No, he, he articulates he, and he's calm. He's a smart man. You can tell over, he's just he doesn't try to overthug you. While no, talking to you. I think that was all Pimp C. Pimp C was the <laughs> Pimp C was just the, the yeah. and then Pimp C was gonna say what Pimp C wanted to say. Yeah. So Pimp C was like, he agreed to do the song, and he's like, okay, well, you know, Jay Z was like, well, come to New York, we'll do the song. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, you come here, we'll do the song here. I got a studio here at my house, <laughs> and he would not go over there to do it. So he finally got Jay Z to come down here and do it. In Texas, wow. yeah, because he was just like he he didn't want to bow down to that New York shit. No, he oh. knew what was happening. He knew what was happening. They yeah. needed them. And yeah, they needed us. Come get us. And, and Pimp C was that guy that was just like, nah, fuck that. Either we do it this way, or I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. And he finally came down for the music video shoot. Bum B, like Jay Z went on a fucking carnival cruise. You know, yeah, with a bunch yeah. of bitches in a fucking yacht. Stopped at islands. That whole Video was a fucking cruise. They just shot pieces of it. <laughs> they had the film crew and with them the whole time. Pimp C did not want to go. Wow. The last day of the video shoot, they're like, hey, Pimp, you know, we, we just pulled up to Miami. Gotcha. You know, do you think you can just swing by? You know, we could record real quick. This motherfucker. The dock scene. Yeah. Up. That's yeah. the only part of the video that yeah. you see him on. Where he's on the bridge. <laughs> but that's the only part that he participated in. Wow. So Pimp C was okay. like, fuck it. He jumped in his fucking. He was probably like, I ain't gonna kiss this fool's ass the whole time. No, he jumped in his fucking expensive ass car with Gloria Velez <laughs> next to him, showed up, did that rap, and they're like, hey, why you got that mean coat on? You know, it's hot out here. 
people on TV don't know it's hot. Yeah, the TV ain't the TV can't tell That's temperature, branding, baby. you know. And then he just went out there and did his shit. I gotta say, dude, don't know nobody did the the fucking white mink better than motherfucking Pimp C. Pimp C was a Not motherfucking Kim, rock Kim, star. Kim, get the fuck out of here, Cam. Get out of here. Nah, nah, nah. Well, I am. Get out of here with that shit. Pimp C was Pimp just. Pimp C was the one, right? <laughs> Pimp C was just. Pimp C was another person that was just different yeah. in the league of his own. He, he, you couldn't he, fuck with him. Dude, he's the grandfather of all all Texas style rap, bro. Yep. Let's yeah. be honest with it. You yeah, know? he is. He is, you know, Scarface. Like, Man, hold up, when we come yeah. through, it was the first one to do it like that. He and was the first one, yeah. I get, I get that you, you, want, you want to have a certain sound. Now, I, was having, I was having a chat with this youngin the other day. No disrespect, but he's young, so what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was talking about the word hoe and how, oh, this hoe clean. I'm like, well, bro, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's uh, you know, oxymoron, right? When it's the opposite of what you're trying to say. How is yeah. a, a hoe going to be clean? A hoe is a dirty prostitute. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, I don't mean a hoe like that. What the fuck do you mean, bro? A fucking At garden least, tool? Get the hell out of here. That, that's that's the hood talk, though. Yeah. Right? I know, that's, I know, I know, I know. But we, we, as people, have to realize where we got to draw some fucking lines because no one is drawing them for us, dog. Nobody, I, bro. You know what I mean? I think secretly we 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 start drawing the line for ourselves once we have kids right, and that's shit selfish, like that. Selfish though. That, but th- we got to have a better community. Oh, we, oh, here's this: we have the power of the internet and able to unify minds and shit, and it never worked the way that it, we would have liked it to work. Right. Doesn't mean we can't, you know. And, and all with woke culture these days, it, it's almost a damn. So you get clowned for being smart these days. Like, oh, well, you're too smart. You're well, so fuck you. You know what I mean? The idiots are deciding now. Like, they're the sensitive ones. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Okay, yeah, so that, yeah. And we're letting them. We're babying yeah. these motherfuckers by yeah. allowing them to, to. That's why we're the cancer show. We're going to say what the fuck we yeah, want. But you can't I mean. do both, bro. It's, a, it's well, no, it's no one solution to that big ass problem, bro. You well, know, you know what I'm saying? My buddy, well, my buddy shot like, to the chat. He said, people got comfortable not getting punched in the mouth. Yeah, that's true. Because you're gonna hide behind a keyboard and talk all that shit, but when you see me in person, you know. Or and then your guns coming to play. That same punk same has a gun and they're yeah. trying to get hit in the head, so he's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and then everybody's yeah. off the street. Yeah, nobody wants to fight no more. Everybody's just ready to shoot and stab somebody. Look at all the pictures. And that's what, I Bro, you remember back in the days, like there was fight circles all over, the, like schools, yeah, high yeah. schools. Mm-hmm. You'd think now with the video era, like they'd have like. Bunch of those Fight Club videos and nah, shit, but there, there ain't, bro. There ain't that many, bro. Cause nah, because nobody wants to fight, punks, bro. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to fight no more. Nobody wants to dumb no more. Well, I mean, that's the problem. Nobody, nobody wants to get knocked out yeah. and then be on camera. Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, you can say that. But I don't know, bro. Because people that, say all kinds of dumb shit that, online. Where that's like my biggest fear. It's for me to get in a fight and I get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and now I got a video of this where I can just sit here and watch me get knocked the fuck yeah, out. Like, you tell Andrew to take out the trash. Like, yeah, I'm going to call that motherfucker to knock you out, dad. <laughs> 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 and that's like literally like I'm scared to like one day fight somebody and they're just going to whoop my ass and it's going to be on video. Yeah, I guess that's But also I ain't no bitch either. So I'm just like, man, fuck it. <laughs> what happens, happens. Right, yeah. But that's the thing. It's because we don't have... Look at everything. Everything around the influences, music influences, right? Great. Look, look how trash the music is now. And we're allowing these dudes that that's toxic fucking fumes, bro. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean, though. I mean, we're letting these dudes dress us, tell us how to be a man. They're not even man. Mm, you know, yeah, they don't. Exactly. So I'm just like, what the fuck is this? No one else confused. Look, you, got a pro- you got a problem with dudes in dresses? Yeah, I do. Let <laughs> the fuck up. You know what I mean? It's like a man is 
Probably. Wear some tights under there or something. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> hey, you want to wear a dress? Like that. Yeah, he doesn't really no. do some pictures or something. Nah, if you want to wear a dress? That's fine. But don't sit there and be like, "Well, we need a, uh, you know, I'll shoot him up." Well, I mean, yeah. Are you really? I don't know, man. Like, I think Young Thug will shoot somebody. You seen that motherfucker in a dress? He was apparently a leader of a gang. Like, oh yeah. But how serious can you take that fucking? Just, I mean, you can't until he shoots you. <laughs> that's it, bro, you, you, you can't even defend your honor as a man anymore. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. some dumbass little kid with a gun, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's not even because worth of what it. you saw. Yeah. I, uh, uh, oh, funny video. I wish I could show it, but I can tell you that I saw it on World Star. I think you can look it up. A dude was taking a picture, showing a gun, and that's the thing. That first thing everybody does is take a fucking picture with a gun. Yeah. Fucker puts it down. Uh, Boom. Shot his dick off. He shot his dick off? I shot his dick off, bro. Like, Can you imagine how embarrassing that is? How'd you, how'd you get shot? Nah, I'm, I'm shot a myself. I'm gonna fucking lie. I got drunk, bro. I think it was 20 of them motherfuckers. They started shooting. They started shooting. I was just, yeah. just taking the shots. Yeah, the dick got blown dude. off. Yeah, I was like, Nick Cage and Cunning. Who <laughs> 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 kept walking in <laughs> But you see what I mean? Wind all blowing. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows you how, how stupid this generation is. Yeah. And then the OGs, like you know, like ourselves, we get like, oh man, shut up, you old. Yeah. Man. We're not back in those times. Yeah. Oh no, we know back in those times. You got to. Yeah. Be and we we felt the same way. And here's the thing, we felt the same way about our older people trying to tell us shit. But no. there was a big generational divide between the tuck in your shirt people and then us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all untucked shirt people at this point, and we could, right. we should be able to relate to our youth better. You know right. what I mean? And that's all I'm saying. Because I'll tell you what, right now, the church is not doing anything to help the situation. Neither is the fucking state. Mm. So when they say shit like, oh, shut up and dribble, or artists shouldn't have political opinions, or, or just make party music. Why are you worried about the world's problems? There no one can go. fix that. Well, that's that kind of fucking attitude that's going to keep shit on a decline. As long as I'm alive on this planet, I'm going to do what I can artistically to help the situation, man. You yeah. feel me? Well, I, I think I think as an artist, you should. Yeah, it's, it's a duty. Your respons- yeah, it's, it's, a, your, it's your responsibility. Yeah. What are we? We're just journalists of our era, of our hey, generation. Let's see, like, um, you know? for a example, with Donald Trump was talking um, all that shit about, uh, what's, his, what's that about his name? Which one? Uh, the mother that nailed Oh, uh, Kaepernick. What do you call him? A son of a bitch, right? Get that son of a bitch out of here. Yeah, now, <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah, and then what happened? All these other fucks are doing, uh, what happened? They were doing illegal shit, and now they're all like, oh, we don't see that. Yeah. And that's yeah. not the problem. Yeah, all the now. tampering and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, and that's what I'm saying. It's just like. Everybody has their own agenda to what the hey, fuck they want to do and how they want to yeah. do it. And here's another thing trying to stomp out. Trying to stomp out history is a bad thing too. Like sometimes it'd be like, "Oh, we don't want to remove the the racist monuments because that's just part of history." I, I ain't got a problem with that. It is a part of history. Actually, sure, cool. you know what? <laughs> I, I, I didn't have a problem with it, but the thing is that now you're just doing it to fuck you. There you go. That's you the problem. That, you know, when, you, when you when you when it goes off, okay, now we're just doing it to fuck with you. Yeah. Like here's here's the thing that everybody wants and nobody wants to say. Okay. Everybody knows America stomped the fuck out of the Western Indies before settling and becoming the most powerful nation in the world, right? right? right. So, yeah, th- there's some blood money here. Let's not pretend there ain't. Oh, it's all over ah, the fucking come place. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot of us minorities or people who have been the oppressed, mm-hmm. right, are the ones who didn't have an easy way in. And I'm saying, I'm not saying that every white person has it easy either, bro. I've struggled with some good, with some white folks who are on, on the ground level too, yeah. bro, you know? And I've gotten helped. 
by some 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 folks of different races. That's that's what it's all about. If we can, I say that in a song. If you want to help, you can. Ayuda, you know, immigrantes help people. You know, yeah. yeah. It's all about helping people. But uh, at the end of the day, dude, everyone everyone's fending for themselves, and no one really wants to put in the extra work, bro. Not the church, not the state. So fuck, as artists, maybe we could spice up the water a little bit, and that's always been my output. Like, can we at least stop saying... And I'm one of those MCs that doesn't say the N-word in my rhymes. Right. I stopped saying that shit in 2005 because I made a conscious decision myself to say, hey, this isn't my fight. I'm not gonna... Right. And at first, I was like, well, it's used to unite. Because my Latin people say it, and my, my, my brothers say it. Yeah. So it's unity. Right? Right, right, right. right, but at what expense? <laughs> so we're not had that conversation. You know what I mean? Before. And I'm not saying like it's just can we just do better? Period. There we go. That's all. It's one if, word. if there are a few things that are that are not going to be too hard to fix from ourselves, and I'll, I'll I'll tell every rapper in the city, Dallas or Fort Worth, if you're a rapper, if you want to rap, you're an MC, if you want to entertain, if you want to be a part of this, stop contributing to genocide. Genocide means killing of a certain kind of people. Mm. We're killing ourselves with this shit. Mentally and then physically with guns and, and, and I don't want to talk about street races and shit, but we're talking about violence here, right? Right. And we're talking about people wilding out and running wild without any fucking safeguard or any kind of, hey man, watch out a little bit, you know? Yeah. And people running wild, dude. So as artists, Yes, please, I challenge you. Stop saying dumb shit. I know that everything's a hoe. Hey, just hoe clean. Hey, man, I want to sound as Texas as possible because right now, talking like this is marketable. Yeah. And, and I might sell more units if I talk like this and, and just hoe that and, and, and hoe that. And I'll talk to a homeboy. I'll be like, hey, man, you should stop saying the whole word so much. Oh, well, it's, you know, it's, it's just part of my culture. It's Texas rap culture. And I was like, yeah, but maybe if there's one thing in the Texas <laughs> rap culture that we could point at and say, yeah, that one's a little out of hand. I think that may be it, right? Right. Well, why don't you say the N-word? I was like, well, I'm not black. I, I got to respect them. And Okay, what about women? You respect them? Do you have a mom? Nah. <laughs> Do you have a wife? Do you have a daughter? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Let's Let's break out of this. Fake idea that, oh, it's just entertainment. It's harmless. It's just yeah. not, no, man. People eat this shit by the spoonful, man. Right. And they're going to eat what you give them. The the it's the internet controls everything now. We can put out whatever music we want to put out. We don't have to follow the trend to be put on the radio like the old format. But we're stuck in this old format trying to mimic and do the shit that's been done for the last five, ten years. Right. Which is trashy-ass rap. Twerky and, and you know drug related and all that shit. And I get it, bro. Sometimes as adults you got to do your thing, bro. But let's not fucking glorify it. Mm. What's happening is these kids are seeing Paul Wall with the grill and shit, and oh that looks fantastic. Or you know, motherfucking Escalade on twenty twos. I want that. Yeah. But that ain't cheap. That ain't easy to come by, especially these days. That's 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 more than a living wage to own some shit like that. So we have been programmed with these fake wants. That are not needs, mm-hmm. and we fucking kill ourselves trying to trying to get that shit that was never necessary anyway. Right. Why? Because of some fake notion that that's what I need to to, to be confident. So Damn, can bro. we just unplug from that fake reality, that 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 fake world where ah, yeah. oh, it's just music, it's just that? No, everything you say and do has a vibration, and it vibrates. And fucking, I don't know how far, but it matters, dude. It matters. I'm a happy man these days. I haven't had it easy. I'm, I'm, I would love to be a more popular rapper in the city. I would love to be invited to more podcasts. I would love to be invited to big shows, especially the one this weekend. Yeah. But nobody fucks with me when it comes to shit like that. 
Yeah, I was trying to get in there too. You feel me? Smooth Vega. You ain't never hit me back <laughs> up, bro. Up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> trying to get there. Yeah, no, that's going to be a big show, man. For real. That shit's going to pop off. That's why GT, that's why GT Gardens yeah, here. <laughs> But maybe one day someone will say, "Hey, maybe we should maybe we should contact the real positive rapper that, without promo and a bunch of drug money, has still maintained some relevance, some fucking how." Yeah. How? Why is it? Maybe the shit's actually strong. Maybe the fucking shit that this guy is putting out is actually is actually potent and actually means something. I have made a lasting impression, and I, I don't like talking like this, but people need to know I've made a lasting impression on hundreds of people. Yeah. I have helped directly young kids like I told you I'd be a counselor young kids that I worked with that needed help I've taken under my wing I lost one they got killed because of fucking $80 by some drug dealer that owed somebody money homeboys is over there going to get a sack where you're going to get killed for 80 bucks because old dude owed somebody some money and shit you know what I'm saying and I was a week away or two, two to three weeks away from telling young homeboy hey come stay with me bro your situation with your mom over there is not good there was a moment in my life where I had to leave my apartment I had to start over a bunch of times really as an immigrant you know and um, I ended up staying with my man DJG and his, his nephew uh, Nemo he was uh he used to be a, a, a break dancer. Remember the blowouts that Vega used to throw out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, He was big into those blowouts, man. He's a big break dancer, and he had this fantastic heart, Nemo, Victor. Yeah. And um, we were roommates the time that I used to live with my man, my man DJ, DJG in Fort Worth, the north side. And uh, I moved away, and I was like, man, those are bad conditions for you, kid. You know, there's a lot of illegal activities going on. And this kid was like 15, and I was like, man, it's... I'm a damn immigrant without papers at the time. Yeah. Trying to find out where I'm going to live next, worrying about this kid. Damn, I got to do something about Nemo. I got to do something. That's just the way my mind ticks. And when I finally got my little duplex apartment, I was like, man, I'm going to just tell Demon, hey, bro, if you want to come live over here or stay over here sometimes, if, if you know, if your, your home life ain't right, you know, or whatever, open door. Yeah, help me sell CDs, come with me, and, you know, yeah. we're cool like that. And uh, I didn't get a chance to, bro. He fucking got oh. gunned down across the street from his mom's house. Yeah. Going to go get a sack. <laughs> that kind of shit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the, the everyday hood shit. Yeah. yeah that's what sucks. That, like what you said, it's the everyday hood shit. We should be saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, we should be changing that. Yeah. Or another thing, too. Like, again, I say shit that it might get me in hot water. You let me know when we got to stop. <laughs> no, you good, bro. You, talk, you, you speak your mind. Talk your shit. Here, here's here's some real here's some real shit. All right? Hit us with the real shit, bro. Everybody wants to play this G code shit, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's nobody wants to question the G code. And what's really the G code? The G code is don't snitch, right? That's the number right. one. I'm not yeah. saying snitch. Mind your own fucking business. But if your hood is deteriorating due to drug trafficking. And you're watching it happen for years. Just, just look the other way. It's a boarded up house next door. No big deal. Everybody knows it's a crack spot. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that there's fiends in there. Nobody does shit. Nobody reports anything. Police don't give a fuck. If the neighborhood don't give a fuck, then who gives a fuck, right? Well, yeah. the city come give a fuck, right? So, and we have this area in Fort Worth and Southside called Hemp Hill. I don't know if y'all know about Hemp Hill area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of my area, you know? Like right down the street. <laughs> but I used to sell CDs at the Butler Car Wash like crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know where it is. 05 yeah, yeah, yeah. 09, basically, was like my prime time. Uh, the Berry Wash, too, around the corner. Yeah, that yeah, little yeah. circuit that I used to hit. And, uh, bro, 
times have changed, bro, and things are different. And you know what you used to do then um, changes, but you know, that, and now we have this uh, Hempil no se vende movement. You ever heard of that one? Because mm-hmm. uh, the city. Oh now, yeah, they're trying to stop from being getting city gentrified. Is, is, te- is coming in to gentrify, basically tear Just down like the hood. Just like what they did to the east side. And, and build oh. it up nicely, change up property value. Well, they're doing that over there on the east side. Have you seen yeah, that? well, they're going to do that anyway. They're, yeah, well, they're trying to get it's all developed. The, yeah, they're trying to get all the. But y'all motherfuckers we, crazy thinking that there's two hundred thousand dollar houses. Right, but why next don't we? Why don't we, as a community, give a fuck about when our while our our, our community is deteriorating? Right. Now all of a sudden that the city wants to step in. We want to be like, oh, hold up now. This is our block. Well, it looks like shit. And what have you done to it? Yeah, well, we just kind of let these guys pedal their shit and look the other way. Well, we'll fucking no way, no fucking way. So again, I'm saying. We can be a bigger deterrent to the bullshit if we are fighting it on the ground level. Yes, there's always going to be people in diplomatic situations and seats and and, uh, councilmen and and women and presidents and people that are... It's their job to to, to affect this, but people don't do their job in any capacity, bro. So you have to expect these cracks are going to be everywhere. So we as people... Are we gonna patch in those holes? Are we gonna are we gonna fix our own neighborhoods? And I'm not saying snitch out your local drug dealer, but don't allow it. Let them know it ain't cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Start putting initiatives. The cops ain't ain't gonna be out there doing anything for the hood, man. But if you're if you are in the hood and you're seeing it deteriorate, man, talk to your people, man. The church leaders used to be involved, intimately involved in the neighborhoods that they were a part of, man. And now that shit ain't even like that. It's all about the money. Exactly. And and the rap is all about the money, mm-hmm. and so is the, the 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 Queen of the South show. Right, <laughs> you're part of the problem, bro. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That shit's entertaining, but we can't draw the fucking line because we're no. running wild without any fucking morals. You know what I mean? And that's just the bottom line, bro. So no, I'm, I'm in, in challenging artists, artists, the hardest artists only, <laughs> to inject a little bit of morality, a little bit of good juice in your shit. Nobody says you got to do gospel. I ain't fucking Christian, dude. I don't do gospel, but but we do positive shit. We can do good go. shit without being stupid. That's all I'm saying, man. That's it. So. No, no. I mean, you say or say <laughs> the same thing because I say the same thing. Like, yeah. you can tell you, that's what I, you don't have to do a lot. Just do a little. Yeah, bit. do a little bit, man. Or just reach to one person. That person can reach uh-huh. to another person. Yeah. You can see the world change, man. Just yeah. that alone. That's right. People are too proud, or that's not my problem. That's not my game. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, and yeah, we'll probably reach. Going towards a recession. <laughs> so she's probably going to get worse, man. But for it's real, in this hard time, bro, everybody, try try your best to just squeeze some good out of yourself and, and, and see if that shit reciprocates, man, because there's a whole lot of bad oozing out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to get worse now. Yeah. Look, at, look, look at how everything's changing. Yeah. It's getting worse and worse yeah, and worse. Dude. It's, and, and it's to watch it, it's just like, that's why I can't do club music, bro. Like, I'm sorry. There's just too much... At hand, <laughs> you know what I mean, and that's just my whole shit. Bro. You remember, like back in the day, where the worst thing was Fifty Cent. God, yeah, like, yeah. You know, that was I like, remember when Ice Cube was uh, America's actual nightmare. Oh, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. And then he he started doing movies, and all of a sudden it's all he's gravy. Exactly. Now he's a taxpayer, man. He's, and it's all he's good. appealing to the white folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. That's where the money's at. I lost. He lost me, man. For real. He lost me this last year coming up with this. Trying, trying to get involved in policies. I was like, dude, come on, man. Go, go, go drop another good record, Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry, man. My man Ice Cube ain't dropped nothing good since, like, early 2000s, bro. Yeah. I mean, you're not lying. It's been War and Peace might have been the last dope album. War and Peace was fucking yeah. 
Double really? disc? Yeah. The Crazy Bones song alone. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard the NWA talk? Ooh, oh. son. Mm-hmm. Look at these bitches with attitudes. Bum, bum, bum. Hello. Started this gangster shit. Yeah. yeah. The motherfucking world is a ghetto. Full of oh, magazines, full clips, and heavy metal when the smoke settles. I got, I got shit. <laughs> that shit was hard. When I got my car, that was the first song I put it. Boom. Bum, bum, I, I routinely hear it every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's on my playlist. Or the uh, the one he did on the I Got the Hookup soundtrack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the Ghetto Vet. Oh, becoming a Ghetto Vet. One of the hardest rap songs of, of yeah. that era. Dude. It's one of the it, it paints a picture. Uh, sure. Dark. And see, that's that what's beat too. That piano. That's that's what miss that's what's missing in music. That yeah, there's not yeah. really many artists that can paint a picture to a story that they're there telling. There's good storytellers. Like you know, there's there's a handful of them, you know. Yeah. But there's there's not really many that can. You can sit there and listen to a song and just see it. Yeah. yeah. Nas is one of the best in my eyes of that shit. I do think he does a little too much jazz sometimes in his in his raps, you know. But I do like I, I love, I've been liking Nas for for as long as he's been in the game to still be relevant and doing not poppy commercial shit and still be like, oh, this cat right here. Oh shit, man. Oh, I want to ask you this. What do, what do you think of Eminem? Is he like? You think oh, he's bro. changed? Like, man, I, mean, he's, he's, I mean, some people, yeah, some yeah. People are like, nah. I, no, man, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. He's, he sucks, he's, by the third album, he already <laughs> did everything he needed to do for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything after that, you can't expect these artists to reinvent themselves every time. You They're can't humans, expect it to bro. hold up time after yeah, time after real. time. It's too much, Because there's a rumor that's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his beats start changing after recovery. I mean, he. <laughs> Fucked on us. Nah, but I'll tell you what. But for versatility, for that fool to come from the underground, and I like to, I like to consider myself like him. But when I came into rap, I felt like an outsider because one, I wasn't black; two, I wasn't Mexican; three, I wasn't American. So I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One of these days, though. <laughs> like I might be Mexican. Hey, I do tell some of my homeboys I'm more Mexican than you, dog. The way we fuck around and talk. Mira, vato. Te puedo hablar en español como tú quieras, carnal. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Speak Spanish, motherfucker. Ah, shit. no sabo, eh? No sabo. She gave him a shirt. She gave him no sabo. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker Wait. don't speak no Spanish. I speak it really well. Uh, so sure you, you do. So Let's you finish like, this conversation in Spanish. <laughs> so you say you, you freestyle. You came up with yeah, a freestyle. Yeah. I, I did come about Hey, Remy, you got a beat back there? I just have rhythm, bro. I have rhythm and I understand rap. You got to nail your verse. Are you able to Spanish until we have freestyle? I will go back and forth, player. Oh, shit. Maybe even throw in some Paris Bou Francois. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, That's all I know. That's yeah, all I know, no, man. For real. And I don't get a chance to freestyle a lot, so excuse me if I if I say some funky shit. Uh, but at least see. I don't have to edit myself. When I'm on the radio, I battled on the radio before and you can't curse. Oh, That's man. hard. <laughs> so freestyle just someone without cursing? Bro, you can do whatever you want to hear. You can say whatever you want, however you want. We don't give a fuck. That's all right. And if somebody gets offended, then we're glad. That's all right. Uh, Email. Comment box, bitches. Let's see. Um, send uh, send in the feet pics to Mando Lerma. Oh! <laughs> give me ammo, because I'm going to throw all this in the freestyle. Oh, yeah. He li- he's into feet. Feet? Yeah, he's into no, feet. I'm not, I'm not. You got a hellish fetish? I don't. He's got a fetish, bro. He's into feet. He does, he does For feet's sake. Motherfucker used to work at Just for Feet. <laughs> He's got a foot sniffing problem. Yo, we get serious at the canceled show because any one of these days they might just close the motherfucker door on us. 
Oh, you gonna kick this off to me? I'm sorry. I'm your high All right, yo. Listen. Sometimes I wait for the beat to come on so that I can spit a freestyle. Holy shit, what's this room I'm rhyming in or rhyming on? Coming on, oh, in fact, come through in this place every time. Always spit it, shit with grace. This is how I do it. Reinvent myself. Used to sell CDs on the shelf. Now I move around in stealth, selling empanadas that's better for your health. Try to understand the way we do it to manage wealth. You and your people, I'm telling you, do something useful. Take up on the microphone, write something fruitful. Something you can pick up off the tree, pull open, eat it. Something really dope, don't take your meat out and beat it. Do something better with your life, the internet's right there. You can do whatever you want, but you want to be standing there, looking all bummy, looking all funny. Going to school, other kids calling you dummy. Yes, you was that immigrant kid that didn't speak Spanish. You felt the anguish and still hear you standing. It's all good though, you gon' make it one day. Take it from your homeboy, Kilo Artefacto with a K. Hey. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the days flown by. Hey, there we go. <laughs> You can keep hey, it that was good, bro. That's that was good. That's 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 good. It's just like, Some, like a, a frozen memory for folks. Yeah. yeah, your mark. Literally a digital mark here. Yeah, you know? Man, this, this one here, we go back. You will write some shit, then I'll go write back some shit. Then you'll like, write some more. Yeah, then I got, I y'all got a good vibe about y'all, man. For oh, real. thanks, man. <laughs> it's, 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 like when you, it's like you, man. It's, just, it's about love, man. Uh, one day we're going to be gone, and we're going to be behind. Yeah. Uh, we got like 53 episodes that we're leaving behind That's right, right now. Right. So, we're good. We're good now. Let's go party. <laughs> we're on YouTube. We're going to live forever now. <laughs> oh, the website. Someone's on the website. With that being said, do you know, uh, where can people reach you at, man? If people want to hit you up. Let's say people want some empanadas, give them the website. Right there. Chef Key Zemps. Just like that, folks. Jeff Keys Amps. That's K E Y S E M P S. That's for the goods. That's for the food. I will deliver to your neck of the woods, wherever you're at. DFW and surrounding areas, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you're talking about the man behind the music, that would be Kilo De Facto. In uh, Instagram, Kilo De Facto. D E F A C T O. Why? Because I'm the de facto chef, DJ, engineer. Yeah, <laughs> Gotta yeah. do it all. Um, also, in. Facebook, anywhere you want to find me, YouTube, Kilo Artefacto. There's no other way to do it. So uh, Sometimes I spell it in English with A-R-T-O-F-Fact. Yeah. I always thought that looked cool, but for some reason it just doesn't catch on <laughs> with, the people, with the algorithm. Mm-hmm. People, always people spell my name wrong all the time. So <laughs> as long as you put Kilo Art, you should be able to see yeah. your boy, the Chilean rap terror to do away with the trap era. Yeah. Hey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah. All right, uh, thank you for coming. Hey, I appreciate uh, you having me. Man. More than happy to do some more work with you in the future, and definitely gonna be ordering some more food. No doubt. Uh, buy empanada, listen to a CD, shoot a bootlegger, you know. Hey, don't forget new two two videos out. Okay, yeah, the two Latin, videos. Global Latin Factor and the Cipher Rosedale Cipher. Two videos on YouTube. Check them out. Fucking fire. Oh, we'll say this. Hey, man, thank you for coming out. 
You're yeah. always welcome here. This is your home. In Excellent. Well. Excellent. Uh, shout out to the homie Remy. Boy, yeah. Remy. Yay, yay, and uh, check, thank you for tuning in. My man with the mystical dreads over there. Hey, <laughs> 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 already. Good